the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Things just keep coming out about this uh, so-called Supreme Court nominee. Mm -hmm. Moving you, right? It's moving your opinion. What an evil bastard he is. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, every day, something new uh, is, is... And they can only... <clears throat> They're just trickle, trickling it out yeah. so that you're not so disgusted that, you know, as a nation, we projectile vomit together. Because if it all came out at the same time, I'm pretty sure that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so despicable that you, you couldn't help but get sick to your stomach yeah. and vomit and over if, it. Right. And I doubt they're bearing the lead. They're probably going with the worst stuff that mm-hmm. they have here this week because they mm-hmm. had the weekend to say, all right, so what's our plan? On Monday, we're going to release this information. Tuesday, this one. But no doubt they did lead with their probably worst accusation uh, that they had coming this now week. Now come out. Okay. Here we go. Oh, boy. That when this despicable animal do you want to do this was here? in college. Oh, no. Here we go. He actually may have thrown ice on another customer in the bar. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just you threw up a little bit in my mouth. You did I, not warn the audience. Oh, man. Here. the garbage can. He nearly, he nearly threw ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I think he went beyond near. I think he did throw ice. You think it actually made contact? The police came and huh. they interviewed him about. It. He just didn't want to talk about it. Of course, you wouldn't. You know, what human being wants to talk about? Yeah, I, I threw ice on that guy. <laughs> so, uh, uh, if if that's the kind of Supreme Court justice you want, yeah, the person who when he was twenty years old, yep. threw ice on another person. Uh, I can't help you. You're you're just about as despicable as he is. It's gross. You know? If you're okay just with that, gross American. I never thought it would uh, come to this, but uh, here we are. Here we are. 2018. You know, just par for the course. <clears throat> yeah. Story about a cup of ice falling on someone. If, if this is true, if this turns out to be true, uh, and by the way, again, he didn't he didn't deny it when police came. He didn't confirm it, but he didn't deny it. Just didn't want to talk about it. Sure. For some reason, he slipped through their dragnet afterwards. He was, I'm sure they cordoned off the area. I'm sure there was a massive manhunt for him. Uh, but uh, he somehow slipped through their fingers. And But now we have a chance to fix this problem. And if it turns out to be true, not only should he not serve on the U.S. Supreme Court, he should be in prison. He should on death row in prison. Okay, see, I thought you were just going to say in prison. I'm glad you yeah, uh, continued no, you, your thought. I didn't want to interrupt right. it, just in case you were going to come around to my point of view, which was, yes, right. the man needs to be executed for this. Get this. Um, this is from uh, Chad Ludington, who is uh, who supposedly was one of Ka- Judge Kavanaugh's college classmates and a member of the Yale basketball team. Okay. Ludington says uh, he was the one who, by the way, bravely, courageously came forward yesterday and said, hey... I think this guy is lying about how much beer he drank, how much he liked beer. He didn't just like beer. He loved it. So as if that weren't enough to disqualify this man, mm-hmm. 
I use the word man loosely because he's he's an animal. Um, yep. If that weren't enough, Luddington continued, on one of the last occasions I purposely socialized with Brett. Why would you purposely socialize with this guy? If it was on, a, on accident, I understand it. Like you show up at a group... You know, some some your friend Dave says, "Hey, uh, a group of us are getting together. Why don't you join us?" And you show up, and with Dave is Brett Kavanaugh. At that point, you vomit and leave, right? But apparently, he didn't. Mm-hmm. So on one on one of the last occasions when he purposely socialized with Brett, I witnessed him respond to a semi-hostile remark, not by diffusing the situation, but by throwing beer in the man's face. He claims even he even threw a beer, not just ice. Um, wow. So he's been in touch with the FBI, fortunately. He said, you know, get this. Here's the worst part of this. Okay, It's not bad enough that the guy drank beer. It's not bad enough that he might have tossed beer or thrown ice on someone. But he did all of this after attending a UB40 concert. He went to a UB40 concert? Okay, that would set me off. Now we can't. You know we can't trust this man's judgment. Yeah. We can't trust his judgment. Well, you could look at it that way, <clears throat> which I mm-hmm. would concur. Or we could say, look, he realized the error of his ways, and he lost his mind after realizing where he was. Possibly. So. Possibly. I mean, Maybe he was so drunk, he accidentally went to a UB40 concert with one of his friends. They're like, we're going to go to a concert. Yep. Want to come? And he's so drunk, he forgot to ask who it was. And he just showed up there. And, I mean, you couldn't hold him responsible for that, maybe. But I think regardless, what we're learning in all of this is that the man's judgment is definitely coming oh, into question. It's compromised. So, It's boy. compromised, and we all know it. I'm surprised, though, that um, Diane Feinstein didn't, uh, didn't lead with this one. And think of week. this. You know, you talk about an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. You know what their, their biggest song? Red, Red Wine. Oh, no wonder he loved UB40. You cracked the code. <laughs> so, huh. in fact, is that the only is that the only song UB40 uh, had played on the radio? Might be. Um, it seems like there was another, uh, like a Neil Diamond remake they did. Oh, they did "Falling in Love with You" uh, remake. Falling, oh, I, I don't know if we played that on the air though. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's really? see. I'm not. I'm not seeing anything else that I even recognize as being a, a whole bunch of remakes sure. but didn't wasn't weren't they really famous for a, a neil diamond one i might be thinking of somebody else i don't know uh kind of that reggae yeah. sort of feel yeah, yeah, to a yeah. member ub40 yeah i don't know thank heavens uh i i haven't heard ub40 in 30 years i bet nobody plays that stuff wait a minute so red red wine was a neil diamond right Oh, I think was it? Yeah, yeah. Was there another? Yeah, I one think they did? maybe that was too. But yeah, I didn't realize like they did something. I actually, else. I was like you. I thought that was original. Huh. Wow. So. Oh, uh, you thought that was original? Yeah. No. So. No, no. So th- you're saying that they maybe they did another Neil Diamond I, yeah, song? That's what I was thinking, but hmm. maybe not. Maybe it was just the one. Um, bottom line is uh, they suck. Oh yeah. And um, shame on mm-hmm. uh, Judge Kavanaugh for even being within the same zip code. Thank you. Of a UB40 concert. Thank you. I mean. He's got to pass judgment on laws if he can't even so much as choose a, a decent band uh, to listen to. How can we expect him to ever make a good decision uh, uh, on the Supreme Court bench? You can't. I, you, I, you just can't. I, can we vote now? <clears throat> as far can as I'm just, concerned. I mean, I'm ready. Uh, I, if I'm a senator, 
Based on this new information that you've shared with me in the last mm-hmm. few minutes and the whole mm-hmm. audience here about him going to a UB40 concert. Well, on the ice. Don't forget the ice. He threw ice on somebody. You know what? That's bad enough. Yeah. And I thought that <clears throat> it was time to shelve this nominee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, with the uh, musical no question, taste right? information, we're it's done. Over. I it's, mean... It's over for I'm, this guy. Quite frankly, I'm ashamed that it even got to the Senate Judiciary Committee. For the first time in my adult life, I'm ashamed of my country for even considering this guy. Right. So, so what else do you think is going to come out this week? I don't know. Because it's only Tuesday, right? Heaven only knows what's but next. McConnell says that they're going to vote within the week. That's yeah, he, he says said. by Friday they're voting on him. But has he said Friday? He has no, said... No, he said end of the week. Yeah, the week, in the yeah. next week or whatever. So... Um, I think he said end of the week, which means, okay. right, by Friday. Well, I mean, if you have one of those stupid calendars that shows Sunday on the far right, it could mean through Sunday. Who knows? <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> but um, whatever day they... Um, oh, gosh, I saw a chart. Where did I see that? Anyway, whenever they uh, they they move... Uh, to the closure vote or whatever. Anyway, closure. it's basically mm-hmm. there's three different uh, three different milestones here, and it's and once you hear them starting to the process there on the floor, mm. it's going to be three days out from that. So if it's today, the oh. soonest they could vote is Friday, okay. final vote. Uh, so and if, we have we have McConnell, McConnell. Here's here's his exact words. Here's what he said: Their goalposts keep shifting, <coughs> but their goal hadn't moved an inch, not an inch. The goal's been the same all along. And so let me make it very clear. The time for endless delay and obstruction has come to a close. Squirt. Judge Kavanaugh's nomination's out of committee. Hmm? We're considering it here on the floor. And Mr. President, we'll be voting this week. Okay, this week. Which, when you say that on Monday, it leads you to believe that by Friday, end of normal business week, uh, you're going to vote. Uh-huh. So, so I've just uh, retweeted out uh, great Capitol Hill reporter Jamie Dupree's uh, chart here at, at Hangry Keith. You want to check it out. So here we go. They file cloture today. The cloture vote wouldn't come until Thursday. The final vote would be Friday. So if we're going to do it in a business mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. it's Friday. If he wants to do it through the stupid uh, seven-day-week so, calendar. But he has to file for it today. Yeah. So, all right. Let's see this happen. You know, I was looking at the uh, the odds. I mean, not that I'm a gambling man or anything like that, but right now they're still saying he's going to uh, going to be confirmed. He's going to be confirmed. What are the odds? Uh, oh, In Vegas, hang on. are these Vegas odds? This is uh, this is just a website that I just like to peruse for entertainment purposes only. Of course. Uh-huh. Uh Let's see here. I, I don't know how to explain <clears throat> the odds other than let me go here. Politics. Hang on. Kavanaugh. Let's see. Okay, they're the same. So basically, and hypothetically, Stu could explain this better than me if he understood gambling at all. But uh, there's basically it's a two ten to one seventy. So you know, I have no idea what that means. I don't either. I don't know how to explain that other mm-hmm. than um, those are always the bets that I lose when those I bet are on the plus good numbers. odds uh, for him being confirmed. Uh, yeah, about. Uh, hmm. Two ten to one seventy. I don't know. I need Stu to explain this stuff. It but used look to that. be two to one or three to one. Or... Yeah, it just means for every dollar you bet, uh-huh. you would get a dollar seventy. Okay. Whereas you would have to bet a lot to come back and and, uh-huh. and capitalize on the yes vote. So anyway, they're saying he will be confirmed. Um, Jeff Flake, uh, they say that he'll confirm. Ted Cruz um, over Beto O'Rourke still. So that's a good thing. That's yeah. where the money is.
also, as far as uh, Beto is concerned, uh, speaking of him, he is apologizing now. This just just shows you where we are. For lying about his name? For making up no, his name? No. Or for being a socialist? No. no. He's po- apologizing because when he was 19 years old, okay. he wrote a an article critical of a Broadway musical and the actresses in it. He wrote, uh, they're actresses, quote, whose only qualifications seem to be their phenomenally large breasts and tight buttocks, unquote. So that was in 1991 when he was 19 and he was, for whatever reason, reviewing the Broadway musical for, a, I, I think, a school paper or something. I mean, it's a qualification. I mean, it's not. He, so we went to the Broadway musical, The Will Rogers Follies, for the Columbia Day Spectator. Yeah, the university's student newspaper. He wrote under the byline. Get this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, was the byline Beto O'Rourke? No. No. It was Robert O'Rourke. Huh. But wait a wait, minute. I thought he yeah. received that nickname when he was a child. Like five years old in kindergarten or something, right? Like, I thought everybody called him that from the time he was five. Sure, that's what Interesting. I thought. So he panned the performance as one of the most glaring examples of sickening excesses and moral degradations of our culture. He went on to bemoan the bevy of perma-smile actresses mm-hmm. whose only qualifications seem to be their phenomenally large breasts and tight buttocks. Okay, so that was 27 years ago, and you're now 45 years old. You were 19 at the time. Is that something you really need to apologize for? I can't stand this guy or anything he stands for politically. But for him to have to apologize for that, man, is that ludicrous. Yeah. But uh... come on, let's get a grip here yeah i don't know it's um i don't know if he's familiar with things that are uh degrading to society and um mm. all that good stuff he'll fit right in then he'll, he'll be comfortable there in yes. the u.s senate uh yeah so fascinating though it is fascinating and and that seems like much more of a heartfelt apology than uh for yeah. trying to leave the scene of an accident that he says never happened when he was drunk exactly Okay. He said one thing that should be taken into consideration in his review of the Will Rogers Follies. All right. One thing that should be taken into consideration, however, is that I was the youngest person in the crowd by about 60 years. This is actually kind of a a funny review of the thing. Though I found it revolting, most people from that long ago, faraway generation really enjoyed the show and were very pleased with their performances. Hmm. (laughs) I think that's a fun review. That's the one thing I've seen on him that makes me its endearing about him. 888 And that's the one thing he apologized for. Right. Okay. All right. Let's say you just got a uh, threatening letter from some bank you don't recognize. And the letter says that they're foreclosing on your home because you haven't made your payments on your $100,000 home equity loan. Uh, that is a scenario that is actually happening on a very... Uh, pretty much frequent basis now it's it's one of the fastest growing felonies in america the problem is you didn't take out the loan some identity thief did and so the letter is real because the identity thief could have taken out a home equity loan takes him about 15 minutes to find your title 
uh, online and then transfer it to that to a state quit title deed. Then they just forge your signature, and voila! In a matter of minutes, they own your home and control what happens to it. They could actually just sell it right out from underneath you, but they usually just continue to. Uh, take out loans uh, against it because it is incredibly profitable. And there's no bank, there's no identity theft program, there's no insurance that can protect you from this. What there is, is home title lock. It's what I have, uh, because as soon as I found out about this, wow, I don't want that to happen to me. And they showed me how easy it is. It literally took them 15 minutes to do it to my mortgage. So if it would have been an actual thief, I would have lost my home. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. Find out if you're already a victim of title fraud. You can get your $100 search for free when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. 888-933-93. I love how these partisan Democrats are now accusing Brett Kavanaugh of exposing how partisan he is. All his his statements prove that he he can't be impartial. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you mean impartial like uh, like Sonia Sotomayor and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Elena Kagan? That impartial? It's <laughs> It's amazing that, and, you know, their followers don't care. Uh, I guess the Democrats that support them just fall in line with whatever they say because they're on that team. But uh, it's amazing to watch this. Absolutely amazing. Uh, 888-900-3393. But obviously, you know, regardless of his partisanship, he threw ice on a guy uh, back in 1982. And we can't. Please don't no, hold condone on. that. Before you start. Do not condone it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't want to shame the victim. No. I mean, have you ever been hit with ice? Yes. And mm-hmm. and and you can identify how serious I this can. is. I can. I am an ice uh, survivor. An ice survivor. I'm an ice survivor. I've I've been hit with ice. Uh-huh. A hit with ice survivor. And, no, no. Uh, Hashtag ice survivor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So... Of course, wow. if you did that, then you'd be making fun of the Me Too movement, which we certainly don't want. Well, to I'm do. proud of you. I, you know what? Yeah. The courage that you have demonstrated. Thank here you, today, though. Thank you. It is. Um, it's amazing. It I'm took, an amazing human. You're being. a brave man to Thank come you. before this uh, microphone today. You're only saying that because it's true. And share mm-hmm. that traumatic experience right. of being an ice survivor. Let's go to Dane in North Carolina. Hey, Dane, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. Just wanted just wanted to remind you, man, that uh, just looking at a comparison that uh, take uh, Obama and Kavanaugh, for example, mm-hmm. there's no way that Kavanaugh could have loved beer as much as Obama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't care about anything Obama did in his past, did they? That's right. Mr. Yeah. Beer summit Obama with his own brewer in the White House. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Hey, here's a good, here's a good one, Pat. Yep. Wonder, wonder if uh, Barack and Jay-Z ever ping-ponged in the halls of the White House. And yeah. that's all I got to say. 
All right. Thanks, Dane. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, and you remember the fact that we found out uh, Barack Obama was in the Chum Gang? Mm. The Chum Gang was all about smoking pot and getting high. That didn't matter. Uh, that was, you know, 30 years in the past as well. And how come that didn't matter as far as the President of the United States? That was less important than a Supreme Court justice? I don't think so. Well, look, neocolonialism. I mean, who doesn't find out how important that is in the... Uh, uh-huh. Franz Fanon, and uh, yeah, Franz Fanon is uh, something we we can all relate to because who hasn't read virtually everything Franz well, has ever done? Fran, Fran, Franz, Fanon. Franz Fanon. I love how you're acting like you don't know. No, I know absolutely. I know because mm. you know uh, we all love Franz. Ah, uh, yeah, all of them. And how? Uh, how? I'm trying to find a good quote here. <laughs> <laughs> What Apparently that took a little too long. Yeah, uh, you know slow what? Slow internet, perhaps, or uh, what? I, I <clears> forgot <throat> how to read. Okay. Uh, someone hit me with a cup of ice while I was Googling. <laughs> That'll do it. So. That'll do, you'll never be the same now. I know I wasn't after being hit with ice, uh-huh. um, <laughs> but I am a survivor. I, don't, I do not consider myself a victim. I'm a survivor of an ice attack. I like to call it icing, or I was iced, and uh, so... Um, but through you know years of of therapy and uh, support of loved ones, I've made it through. And I think you kind of going at it head on with your mm-hmm. pain and listening right. to Vanilla Ice, exactly, also exactly right, guided you through the troubled times. Um, and you know, yeah. I think we can all relate to Vanilla Ice guiding us through tr- troubled times. His lyrics so powerful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Vanilla Ice. I mean, he he speaks to the heart. So powerful. Mm-hmm. Like this always comforted me. When I got down because of my icing incident, um, when, he, when when Vanilla said, "I need some herbs and spices so I can feel nices," the breeze cooling like a summer trees, because it's the I C E, and you know I got to feel it. I score it. And I ain't gonna steal it. So bring on the sack that's fat. And you know, I love my ism. And the one and a half. Cause I get with them. I'm sorry, I gotta dab away some of the tears that have welled up in the corners of my eye. What's an ism? Like, I don't know, plagiarism, socialism. Oh, he knows plagiarism, mm-hmm. that's for sure. <laughs> yes, he d- hmm. he does. Wow. I didn't even get to this part, and okay, this is going to move you deeply. Okay. Every time I get a little hit of the um, the skunk and the funk feels good to my lungs. Fire, fire, the ism is my desire, and I need to get it quick because it's calling me. Come and roll, come and roll me up, please, I-C-E. Light the hootie mac so we can start the party. You know I smoke good stuff, so go and get the bong. Bong biggity bong. Once again, you know it's on. Ha! You feel it. You feel it. You want it. You want it. Roll it, roll it, lick it. Now, 
hit it. The beauty, the soaring majesty of Vanilla Ice lyrics, the wisdom that came from that guy. Yeah. Just, uh, incredible. And big thanks to Urban Dictionary for cluing in this. Uh, yeah, on the isms? What's yeah, it's uh, the isms. smoking weed. He oh, okay. His, All right. Likes his isms. Ism? Is smoking weed? Uh, first used by uh, hmm. KRS-One. Oh, of course. Like, we didn't know the origin of that. Please. Don't insult our intelligence, Keith. Yes, sir. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. returns on the blaze radio network i don't think it's possible for the republicans to cave any more than they already have to the democrats demands yeah from absolutely being strong taking a stand last week and saying no we've had six already we're not gonna go we're not gonna invite the fbi into this process you've had plenty long enough uh we're tired of the delays we're gonna vote for this guy give him an up or down Mm -hmm. here we go nope they caved (laughs) They put it on. They put it on hold. They decided, okay, open it up to to Christine Blasey Ford. Then they opened it up to the other uh, accusers, mm-hmm. and now they've decided they're going to continue to expand it. Yeah, it, it, as pathetic as the Republicans are in all of this, as angry as their base is becoming and irritated with their lack of resolve, it shows you. As polling is now going the other way in their favor, in Republicans' favor, it shows you how over the top, beyond any kind of measure, the Democrats have been. Mm-hmm. The Democrats have been more over the top than the Republicans have been in caving in. And it's showing now, we just saw polls that are showing that the Republicans are capitalizing on this past week of, of Democrat insanity. Uh, President Trump said yesterday he wants a comprehensive inquiry, which is fine, but... You know, they, they were trying to limit the parameters so that this doesn't stretch on forever. Now they've just opened it up and just said, yeah, go look at everybody. Talk to everybody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Up, make up stuff. Whatever. Find, find, find cups of ice in his past. <laughs> and they did. They found, a, they found an ice-throwing incident. You call it an incident. I call it a travesty. tragedy. A tragedy? A tragedy. Let's go with tragedy. Uh, mm-hmm. Catastrophe. What about a catastrophe? Catastrophic ice icing. throwing. Throwing. Icing. Ice. ice. Makes me want to go ice, watch baby. hockey now. Yeah. So let's just do a uh, ice throwing. That, nothing could ever make me want to watch hockey. What's your problem with hockey? Uh, I don't like it. Why not? I don't know. Will you come over and watch? Uh, no. Can I come to your house on the big no. screen and watch it with you? Mm-mm. Just one game. Nope. One Oilers game. I'll make you a Wish fan I could. Uh, but there's no way to get to my house now from where you live. Dang Did the it. roads get closed or yes. something? What happened? Yes. I don't know. There's something going on. Like That's fine. The Oilers suck anyway. Who yeah. cares? Uh, so Trump went on to say that he doesn't, he doesn't drink. And... <laughs> I love how it's about him again. <laughs> and can honestly say I've never had a beer in my life. Can you imagine if I had what a mess I'd be? I'd be the world's worst. Honest. <laughs> yeah. See, when Bush used to do that too, kind of, to try to do these 
these self-deprecating things. So maybe he ingratiates himself into the mainstream media. Never worked. No. They still continue to bash you even nope. harder. And they'll just use that against him. To show, in, in Bush's case, look how dumb he is. He's yeah. laughing at himself or he's mm-hmm. you know mocking whatever. I don't know. But you know, if Bush had handled discussions with alcohol oh. that way before the campaign when Oprah gave him a chance instead of letting it come out the 11th hour before Election Day... Uh-huh. Uh, he would have won in a landslide, I think, instead of just maybe not answering that question. I know, I know, it's getting deeper into the 2000 weeds, but I'm saying it wouldn't mm-hmm. even been close if he had mm-hmm. just been honest. But anyway, so they're looking into all of these things. It's starting to look, I think, to everybody as if uh, Julie Swetnick is a complete liar. Mm-hmm. I, I know that we're not supposed to say that any woman has ever lied. No. No, but, said, you know, and to be fair, mm-hmm. sir, you simply said it's beginning to look like. Yes, you did not call her a liar. No, you just said it's looking like it, which it totally is. So she was on with MSNBC anchor Kate Snow yesterday. Um, she talked about. Uh, she told NBC that only after hearing about Christine Blasey Ford's allegation did she think back to the 1980s. Oh, it's a really strange. Uh, yeah, so MSNBC is trying to get to the bottom of this. They're like, oh, if there's a if yeah. there's a nasty story about Kavanaugh that doesn't involve ICE necessarily, we're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to talk to Swetnick, and mm-hmm. she's going to spill the beans. Great video when they come to that realization that they're completely out of line here. And here she is talking about the 80s. Then I became aware of Dr. Ford and her description of what had happened to her at a party one time that also had Brett Kavanaugh involved. And I started to think back to my days when I was mm-hmm. in the early 80s in Montgomery County in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I might have mm-hmm. some information that might corroborate some of the things that she had stated. So you mm-hmm. only thought about coming forward when you learned about Dr. Ford? Yes, because I did not know how close Brett Kavanaugh was to possibly becoming the next Supreme Court justice. Uh, okay. And she says she's not political in any way. Mm. So maybe, but her whole timeline is off here. And it her her interview was so suspect that <laughs> Kate Snow admitted they couldn't corroborate this. Here she is. NBC News' Kate Snow is reporting this story and just interviewed Ms. Swetnick, an interview that will air now for the first time. Kate? All right, thanks. What we want to do here is lay out all that she said, her story, our reporting. We want to be very transparent because these are very serious allegations. Kavanaugh Mm -hmm. has called Julie Swetnick's story nonsense and a farce. The president today questioned her credibility. And NBC News, for the record, has not been able to independently verify her claims. There are things that she told us on camera that differ from her written statement last week. Oh, how that We've been trying independently to reach them. out to anyone who remembers attending parties uh-huh. with Julie Swetnick and Brett uh-huh. Kavanaugh. Yeah. And we've been asking her attorney for names so far. We've not found anyone who remembers that. She's also unclear <sighs> about when she first decided to come forward. What? <laughs> Wait, what? Huh. That's is that fascinating? Yeah, that's MSNBC saying that. Yeah. Oh, how that had to pain them. That had oh, to yeah. hurt. They're like, do we even want to air this? That uh, stabbed them right in the heart. Uh-huh. But they they reached out to people. They couldn't find anybody to back up her claims of these rape rooms and the rape gang that Brett Kavanaugh was supposedly a part of. First of all, she said that 
He was the one who spiked the punch. She saw him spiking the punch to get these girls drunk. Then she said, no, I I saw him near the punch bowl. (laughs) Wait, what? Okay, so he didn't spike the punch, but you saw him near the punch bowl. Could it have been that Brett Kavanaugh actually went to the punch bowl and poured himself a glass and drank it himself? Is that possible? I've got an alternate theory, Pat. We know about this man's uh, history with ice. Mm-hmm. Got a punch bowl there. Do you mm. think maybe he was uh, just getting a, a, a cup full of ice ready and the punch was mm. ancillary? Possibly. Possibly. She also said she saw him with a lot of those red solo cups. You know what they are? They're solo? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. She's, so he would give a, a drink to a girl sometimes because he, he had it in his hand. And he might have, wow, nobody's ever done that without nefarious intent. Who's ever given a a drink to a girl at a party? Has that ever happened in the history of life? I don't know. And like, how chauvinistic of him to think that a a girl, that a young woman would need assistance in anything. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing that even MSNBC... Can't jump down the uh, Julie Swetnick road. I know. Uh, it's, it's, and you know they want to worse than oh anyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even probably as much or more than CNN. So, um, Senator Jeff Flake uh, pushing the FBI to investigate m- even more about uh, Judge Kavanaugh. And, and keep in mind, this is just because of one screaming woman mm-hmm. at the elevator. And as people pointed out yesterday, I think on Twitter, yeah, 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 where, yeah. where was security there? You, you, where was security? You're in the Capitol. Yeah, that's the members' elevator. Yeah, and how do you get that close to a sitting U.S. senator? Yet screaming and yelling in his face. Yeah, the only people you see near that um, elevator is the press. She clearly was not. So that's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Uh, but here's what Republican Jeff Flake had to say. The left was enraged because I had failed to behave exactly as they wanted me to behave. They wanted me to prejudice the testimony against Brett Kavanaugh. The right was enraged because I had similarly failed to prejudice the testimony against Christine Ford. I had failed my tribe. I've been failing my tribe for some time now. That's for sure. Well, by the ways that we measure political success in this sordid era... Mm. And by the conventions of how party loyalists are supposed to behave, I hope to continue to fail my tribe. Jeez. Yay! Yeah, that's great! Take a sip of water. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I would encourage us all across the political Uh spectrum to fail their tribe. To take the same risk. Yeah, yeah. Step out of your tribe. Uh huh. Do something hard and start a dialogue that you right. might never have started before. Oh, wow, that's Man. powerful. Pass. And that uh, our current, current tribal rules current. simply don't allow. Uh-huh. From personal experience, I can attest that it's never too late to leave the tribe. This douche. The problem with him is not that he left his tribe. It's that he left his principles and values back in Arizona when he went to Washington, D.C., Everything we thought he stood for, everything he said he stood for when he was voted into office, he, he, he betrayed. He went back on all of it. That's the problem. Not that you stepped out of your tribe.
I let down my tribe. This guy is so in love with himself. Yep. It's, uh... You know what? It's amazing. That was the first of many speeches that he's going to give Mm. uh, leading up to a uh, 2020 bid for president of the United States. Yeah, and, you know, not to mention, how about a speaking tour where he makes 100,000, 150,000 per speech? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's certainly leading to that, and he's ingratiating himself now to all the liberals who will want to hear from him. Yep, and uh, I, I I will gladly bet this dollar with anyone that that man is running for president. I think the only thing that I'm not sure about with Jeff Flake is, is he going to run as a Republican or an independent? Mm. What do you think? I don't know. I, I, I mean, if he's, I can't believe he's deluded enough to think he'd have a shot. Do you think he'll run for president? Will he officially declare for president? That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he's yeah, I deluded bet, himself. I want to bet you this dollar here. I don't know. I don't know. You want to hold on to this dollar for safekeeping? Yeah, hold on to it. Because okay. I haven't really given Jeff Flake's run for presidency yeah. a lot of thought yet. And I'm not going to do any underwear bets, I promise you, though. Okay. Because I don't do those. Like I've kind of sworn those off, too. They're kind of dangerous. Yeah, yeah. You've just got one loose underwear bet hanging out there in uh-huh. the breeze right now. So yeah. you better hope Ted Cruz... Uh, you and I'm not wanna... sure how many more times I'll be making yeah. that bet. You're going to start knocking on doors for Ted? There's no sure bet anymore. Mm-hmm. It used to be that you could say, yes. I mean, come on. Ted Cruz is going to win by 30 points. Uh, that's, man. Then it gets down to one point in some polls. I don't know what the average is now. It's uh, I think he's increased his margin pretty well. And at one point at last week... There was a poll that came out, showed him up by nine, which is much more like it. Mm-hmm. That should be the bottom end of how far ahead he is. Yeah, that should be the close one. You have the real clear politics average? Um, as you can see, I've got the blue spinning wheel of death on my computer right now as I wait for that page to load. Well, you know, if we had dial-up, we could search the internet like we like. But it's so frustrating when when... You know, you can't search the internet like well, you like. I'm sure everyone and their brother right now across the globe is uh, trying to reach Real Clear Politics, uh, Ted Cruz, Beto O'Rourke uh, mm-hmm. poll breakdown. And unfortunately, I'm on the outside looking we'll in. Have to, we'll have to check into that in a moment or two here. 888 <laughs> uh, Let me tell you about this superfood that I love and eat it all the time or take it all, ingest it all the time because uh, it substitutes all the... Well, it is vegetables. It's fruits and vegetables. In fact, one scoop is a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables that are certified vegan and vegetarian, and they're all organic. So you don't have to stare a plate of kale or spinach in the face. You can just <laughs> simply put a scoop of this into your favorite, like your favorite drink or uh, just eight ounces of water, and it tastes great. It doesn't taste like kale. It tastes great. And you're just going to lead a happier and healthier lifestyle as a result of it. Get vegetables and the nutrition and everything you need in your daily diet. It even has the Nutrition Facts panel on the side of the container because it is real food. So go to BrickHousePat.com. BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. They'll give you 10% off a month's supply if you use the offer code PAT, BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. 888 Coming up just after the uh, update at the top of the hour. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finally try to tackle... The Beto guitar solo. You are not. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. I know it's a monumental task because he's a guitar virtuoso. Virtuoso. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna give it a shot. So uh, this is what we've been talking about for a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. Today is the day. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna give it a, a shot to be able to play uh, this masterpiece. <laughs> Bob, I'm afraid the show's going to be over before they get done. Bob, I'm afraid the show's going to be before you're done. Oh, just... The talent level is unprecedented, unparalleled. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. Kick it one time. Now, of course, I'm not going to get anywhere near that genius, but... Uh, you can try. You're going to try. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 9393 Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Snarky McSnarkface tweets out, Okay, Brett Kavanaugh may be an animal. Maybe. Huh. <laughs> We've concluded. <laughs> yes, he is. Guy threw ice at somebody when he mm-hmm. was 20. Possibly. But what if he proposed a law demanding foreigner be accepted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Would that be enough to erase his past transgressions? Would it be? Wow, that's be? a good question. Hmm. Uh, uh, I, I have to say no. You're, okay. So I, I still have really? to say no. Yeah, wow, can, you're a I man cannot, of principle. Can't be self-serving. Okay, yeah, i got to stick to my principles. Uh, some folks were asking yesterday, remember we had uh, Terry Irish call us up on the phone of TerryIrishMusic.com, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and I think you know where the rest of this comment is going. But he will definitely be in the Rock, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Fame before, before Foreigner. Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> the prolific GD Chapel tweets, A drinky beer and throwing ice doesn't make Kavanaugh a bad man. What would make him evil is if he drinks beer with ice in it. Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would worsen it, but I do think it makes him a bad man. Mm-hmm. Don't you? For drinking beer and throwing ice? Well, and drinking I, beer with ice? I, I mean, that's I, yeah. a sin. Uh, Martian flatulence. Tweets, UB40, the one time I tried to scalp two, two tickets. I was a teenager and won the tickets from a radio station in L.A. Drove over 150 miles to Irvine, California to sell them at the show. When I got there, I found out the show had been canceled due to lack of ticket sales. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How was that gas money, man? <laughs> That's great. So you never got to see Red Red Wine be performed in concert live Man, that had to scalp him nothing out of that. Of course, yeah, of course he wasn't going inside anyway. But <laughs> uh, from Andy, I want to throw a flag on the field. I believe it's against the Pat rules to mention. Uh, it's against the Pat rules, Pat Gray Unleashed rules, mm-hmm. to mention RBG without playing the Your Honor clip. Yeah, wow. What you know, you and that did cross my you mind when I mentioned her. her. <laughs> That's a yeah. good flag on the field. That is that, absolutely. Is. That was worthy. Yeah. Um, Thanks for taking the time to, to because spot. you know obviously uh, this is going to be one of the more powerful cinematic scenes of all time more, when it comes we'll out there. on Christmas. The word "woman" does not appear even once What's... in the U.S. Constitution. Nor, Nor does, does the, the word, word freedom. freedom. Your, Your Honor. Honor. 
thank you for reminding us about that. Woo! The, the, Power the, the thing line. is, mm-hmm. when that movie starts, yeah. you better make sure you have 15 buckets of popcorn because you don't want and and I, I, you don't want to go to the restroom, okay? Because you've mm-hmm. got that you can't miss any of these killer moments of this movie. Mm. Come prepared because I'm not budging once that film starts rolling. No question. Can't wait till Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Putting on the Ritz tweets out on the mean streets of Helena, the Boofing Gang is one of the most deadly groups of, in all of Helena. They are also very stealthy at their movements. <laughs> we actually, I think it's so cool that we actually have Putin on the Ritz, or Putin on the Ritz, is actually how he pronounces that, right? Because it's Vladimir Putin. Uh, Putin on the Ritz. It's actually, he's actually on the main streets that, uh, that I survived and uh, was able to escape from. So they have internet there? I. I mean, you would think that's such a war-torn, you know, right? zone. Yeah, that they would have bigger worries than if the <laughs> Wi-Fi is working. But apparently, not the apparently, case. Uh, from just a pilgrim, which resonates better? Uh, hashtag put that in your pipe. No, 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 no. Which, resonate? which okay. resonates better over what? I don't get it. Okay, so which resonates better for a hashtag? Ice survivor or hashtag me cubed? Ice. Okay. So we're we going with Ice Survivor as our I hashtag see. or Me Cube? I'm, I'm so hip to this Twitter thing. I Well, you're on it so frequently. Uh huh. Is, is what's happening uh-huh. here. It's strange then that it takes me so long to figure out things like yeah. this. Yeah. See, the, the, the put that in your pipe was merely there so it would show up on a right. radar screen when we did a search. Right. But that confuses, confuses me every time. But you act like it confuses you. You're just right. I'm to... just pretending. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Nicole. Are all the roads between Pat's house and Keith's house measured in metric? Yes, and that's why we have no idea. I mean, it could be 14,000 miles uh, between our homes. And they're under construction. Just, so just shoot no me your address, there. right? Mm-hmm. Do you still have an address? No. What? Yeah, they took gonna, it away from us. I was going to take all the work out of it for you, and I was just going to find it on my own. But No, no they took it away from us. Uh, Millennial Falcon tweets, I walked into a hailstorm last year while while drinking a beer, and it startled me so much that I pooted. <laughs> I now can never be a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, that's too bad, Millennium Fuck. Sorry about that. Hashtag me cubed, maybe? Uh, yeah, me cubed is good. It's good. I like that. Uh, we just have the greatest listeners on the face of the planet. Yes, we do. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And just for fun. The word woman does not appear even once in the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. Nor does the word freedom. Your Honor. So fantastic. And of course, not true. Uh, but uh, don't let that bother you uh, in Hollywood. But at least she's not... Let's say some high-profile position that may depend on what the Constitution actually says. It's not like she's a Supreme Court justice right. or something. Whose only job it is to protect the Constitution and defend it. Um, have you read where that the restaurant, the Italian restaurant, Fiola, where Ted Cruz and his wife Heidi were accosted by those protesters and they mm-hmm. were taken into a private room? Then they waited for all the protesters to finally leave, and then they were brought back to their table. They finished their meal. It was fine. Um. They have gotten such flack since then, and since it came out that they allowed the cruises to eat there, that they've had to hire security guards uh, to ensure their safety. Uh, The owner said, we're now living in the aftermath of this PR disaster. So they had to hire security guards because 
They're getting so many threats. And people are so nasty because a Republican senator and his wife were allowed to eat there. Wow. That's what we've come to. 2018 America. That's what we've come to. Uh, the Beto attempt on guitar coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the blaze radio network as you can see if you're watching on the blaze tv if you're listening on the radio you probably can't see it but uh got the guitar ready oh yeah got the amp here Mm -hmm. we're going to try to recreate uh guitar genius I mean, that's a challenge. The, well, it the is. The fact that you're taking on such a tall task on live television and radio. It's brave, right? It is. It's brave. It's courageous. courageous. It's courage. Mm-hmm. It's a profile in courage. Someday that you'll see this on Profiles in Courage. Um, because maybe, maybe. Uh, Beto is a virtuoso on the guitar, as we've shown you time after time. Um, so it's going to be difficult, but we're going to give it a shot here. Um, mm-hmm. Just a reminder of, of the original Guitar Genius, the masterpiece that he came up with. Uh, he this happened on a on a morning show on a morning television st- show in El Paso, Texas, back in ninety one, ninety two, ninety four, ninety eight. I don't know. It was in the nineties when he was in his in his punk rock band, and they were just getting to wrap up the show, and the band was still tuning. <laughs> so he's yelling at him like, "Hey, boys, you're gonna run right out of time." Uh, as he, as he sp- speaks over the, some of the absolute masterpiece uh, opening m- opening bars of the song, um, but that's what you're listening to. And, and here's the song we're going to attempt to recreate. Bob, I'm afraid the show's going to be over before they get done. But I'm afraid show down here. <laughs> wow. I mean, right? Are you up for this? Uh, no, probably not. I'm just going to embarrass myself. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> nice. Whoa. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking... That's Jimmy Page-esque. Uh, there's no way you can recreate that. Well, we'll see. We're going to try. Now, we've tried to do the guitar in here before, and it's it's difficult because uh, <laughs> the acoustics are maybe not uh, optimal. Uh-huh. But see if we can uh, do this now. Sadly, I think my guitar's in tune, which... <laughs> Which uh, kind of defeats sounding exactly like the recording. Uh-huh. But um, here we go. I don't. Do, do you know what the name of the song is? I don't even know what the name is. Uh, the name of the song is... It doesn't even... Yeah, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Oh, 
Bob, Bob I'm afraid well, the show's going to be over here. Yeah. Well, you got to start him. <laughs> there it is. That's it uh, is. <laughs> too much in awesome. tune. Awesome. That's a little bit, a little bit I think too the guitar actually came out of tune, so that <laughs> ben- the song benefited from that, I think. <laughs> yep, a little bit out of tune there. Uh-huh. Try it one more time after. So can you do it with less distortion? So it just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take off all the distortion. I normally play with a good deal of distortion just to cover up my bad guitar playing. Oh, um, I do the same so, thing. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so let's try it with that. All right. <laughs> Here we go. I'm afraid show is going to be over in a That's really, somebody in the crowd gets excited that he changed. Woo! Yeah. Whoa! Now he's on fire, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Now he's absolutely. You know, it's interesting because the song doesn't have to suck just because <laughs> it's simple. Yeah. You know, one of the one of the my favorite songs from the '90s is Collective Souls Shine. Mm-hmm. Super easy song. It, just to prove it doesn't have to be really bad. That's not loud enough here. Nope, it's out of tune. <laughs> Damn you, Beto. <laughs> wow, that was a scene from uh, Back to the Future there for a second. <laughs> Good job. Car- my my guitar's, guitar's not responding well to uh, trying to match... The magnificence of Beto. Man, I want to be able to forget his name in about six months. Right? I don't even want to have to think about him again. So bad. But let's have fun while he's still relevant. Uh, There is that because he provides a lot of it. Are you still seeing a lot of uh, Beto signs around? I've actually seen, uh, I think there are three Beto signs in and around my neighborhood. But uh, my wife and I just walked through the neighborhood the other day and found maybe as many Ted Cruz signs that are now popping up. And I think they might be popping up because people are starting to realize. Because you were starting to think about Uh, moving based on what you've been learning about your neighbors the last few months. Yes, I was. I'm seeing a ton more uh, bumper stickers popping up. Of Beto? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't care for that. Uh, I did see one Ted Cruz sign uh, pop up near my house. Uh, there's no Beto signs though. So like, honestly, about a mile radius from my house or uh-huh. more, there's one Ted Cruz sign and no Beto signs. And, um, I think it's because where I live, people are just like, I don't care. Uh, whatever. <laughs> so just, uh, anyway, I mean, that apathy is, is really bad. Mm-hmm. It, we can't, we can't have that because, uh, if Ted Cruz loses, you, 
I think the the control not only have do you lose one of the best senators in the country, but you also lose control of the Senate. Probably. Absolutely. I mean, they're, oh yeah. Republicans are absolutely blue. counting on uh, on his victory in order to keep at least the fifty fifty split. Mm-hmm. And if there's a fifty fifty split, obviously. Uh, Mike Pence is the decider. So yeah, and if you do the real clear politics, no toss up poll. It is fifty to fifty right now. Um, if if everything goes according to the latest polls, mm. and on the uh, Beto and Ted Cruz, uh, we look. The most recent poll was uh, Cruz plus nine with an average in the last month or so of four and a half for Cruz. So four and a half mm-hmm. is the average. So they haven't yep. done a poll since the nine points up one. Right? Uh, that yeah, that, recent. that one was two weeks ago exactly. Okay, so I think the seventeenth, right? So just over two weeks. Uh, so yeah, we're and they had for... to cancel. They were supposed to do a debate on Friday night, and they canceled it because because of this Kavanaugh insanity that Cruz thought he was going to have to stick around in town to do a vote. This then weekend. it turned out he didn't have to. <laughs> so he said, "Hey, we're we're good to be back on now. We can do the one in Houston." And Beto's uh, camp was like, "No." Nah. Yeah, it's too late. I think he had a uh, appointment at a tanning salon that he couldn't uh, bump. And then, and then, of course, he had a performance uh, uh-huh. at uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium, where he decided that he was going to uh, play his all-time hit song. I guess the show's about this song. Thank you. I'm here all week. I'm sorry. That yep. is way, way better than Beto. <laughs> Come on. I know. Okay. You can't get better than the virtuoso himself. <laughs> I appreciate the compliment, uh, but uh, you're, you you're just not, being ridiculous, You are not playing Jeffy. that bad enough. <laughs> By the way, there are four um, markets here, if you will. Uh, we were talking about odds for Cruz uh-huh. to beat O'Rourke. Um, the consensus appears to be about sixty-seven thirty-three, so two to one odds that Cruz will hold on to his seat. If if you're in the market, okay. should be more than that, but I'll take that. Two yeah. to one odds is pretty good, right? Yeah. Oh, I I think he's going to win. I still believe he's going to win. He's going to win. He uh, has to. He has no, to. Oh, or it's just over. If, oh my gosh, it's just over. But you were asking about signs. I mean, I still see him. The the better. I'm still or, seeing him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're more prevalent. Than, I know. I mean, no, we I were making seen... fun of it like crazy in the beginning, and then all of a sudden it's uh-huh. like, wait a minute. Well, they showed up. You know, that, look, that was Cruz's plan, right? I mean, that literally, he talked about it. That was his plan. That's how he won the last time, is the last month before the election. He bombarded everybody, yeah. which is what he's doing. And you see, obviously, I've seen you know enormous growth of Cruz signs and stickers everywhere. Right. But... Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> that hasn't depleted the bid of right. No. Uh, we talked about how that's your last underwear bet since the BYU thing with Jeffy is done. And right. so we're, we're now <clears throat> down to the Cruz and Beto underwear bet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're hoping that uh, Cruz wins so that you don't have to eat uh, your underwear. However, I've been reminded on Twitter here that? in the last hour or so <laughs> that there's still the wall being built underwear bet. So if the wall gets oh, built, you still right. got that out there. Stu and I have that bet that <laughs> if they build 90% of it, 
we'll eat our underwear. I mean, they're at what, like 85 now? 86%? (laughs) Well, if you subtract 86%, (laughs) then yeah, you're we're close. You're about there. Right there at it. (laughs) They keep saying there's actual footage of. Construction built. being yeah. begun. It's it's underway in Texas. Oh, cool. Yeah, and there's like, I don't know. There's one pole up or something. <laughs> you know, it's not the demonstration walls? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I don't think it is. I don't uh, think it is. I, I keep seeing... Because uh, they, uh, they don't have the funds for that yet. I keep seeing the footage of what you're talking about, though. Right. And yeah. Like, it started. The wall it started. started in Texas. It's on. Here yeah. it is. Oh, okay, thank yeah. you. I mean, they'll have that. They'll have that stadium in Vegas built before okay. that wall. So, hold on here. No, so. no question. Here's a Newsweek article from last week. <laughs> Read that. Read that to the good audience there. Uh, yeah, construction has begun has in Texas. Begun in Texas, yeah. four-mile-long section. Cost four of- miles! $22 million. Four miles. It's <laughs> being built. Miles. No, but it started. I mean, they've got a pole in, right? They've got a yeah. beam in. Yeah, four miles. Because uh-huh. right. you can't walk. I mean, who's going to walk around a wall that's four miles long? No one. Well, you mean, can't do it. I mean, we're done, right? We're, you we're do done. have to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Think of that. $22 million for four miles. You're talking five and a half million a mile. That's an expensive wall. That's, <laughs> I thought Trump, being the great construction worker he is, or the construction deal. real estate tycoon, he, he could work. Yeah, he, 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 said, he said he was going to. Did he send the bill to Mexico for this $22 million here? It, well, they're going to pay for it. Yeah, yeah that's well, what I'm saying. That check is in the mail. I okay. think the, the check from Mexico is in the mail right it's now. probably part of the uh, new NAFTA deal. Mm-hmm. Right. We've promised that Beto will come down, you know, one of their own. And uh, and do a song for them if uh, if they'll pay for part of the wall, and they're pretty excited about that. We're not trying to scare them away, man. Trying to chase them away from the negotiating table. I thought the show about to be over. <laughs> Talk about. It. Making me want to throw a couple of ice at somebody is what you're doing. My Don't do it. Don't that's do it, you, man. That's what you're making me. If I have to sit in the bar and listen to that. All right. We'll get to your calls coming up here in a sec. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Here's uh Jeffy with I think earwax, right? Well Well yes, I have yeah. earwax. I'm gonna tell you a way to Scurry. get rid of it. And okay. uh, you're gonna mm-hmm. want to get rid of it because I, I am I would bet. Well you a wanna lot be able to clearly hear this. Thank you. <laughs> right. And I would you do? bet a uh-huh. lot of money that there's uh-huh. going to be some event somewhere where Beto sings the national anthem with his guitar. I'm surprised that has not happened. He'll be kneeling while he does it because there's no right. more American thing than that. Yeah. I, uh, That's what oh, I've my heard. gosh. That's what I've heard. Well, he's so hip that and everybody be. loves him so much on the left. Uh, I am surprised he hasn't played his guitar on Ellen or something. I know. <laughs> That, I know. Th- I mean, that would be a natural for him because that's all right? they, they don't know. I don't know that they even know what he stands for. They just think they he's care. cool for some reason. They don't care. He's 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 not Ted Cruz, right? And he's a uh, mm-hmm. socialist. Yes, and he's all for everything that they believe is holy. Yeah. So we don't care that they don't have a say in and Texas. He has an interesting past. He was in a punk rock band. He uh, has a drunk driving conviction. Mm. Uh, and who in Hollywood doesn't? It, right. Street cred now. Right. So they can relate to him. Right. Yeah. Right. And so when he does get the opportunity to uh, <laughs> to play that for you in, uh-huh. in, at an event, you're going to want your ears clean. And you're going to want to use the Wax RX system. So go to usewaxrx.com, order your reusable ear wash system today, 
Use the offer code RADIO. It comes right to your house for free. I can't guarantee that there will be a CD with Beto music on it, but uh, it's possible if you use the offer code RADIO. Uh, the, uh, the Wax RX system is everything you need to safely clean out that earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home instead of having to go to the commercial's going to be over here. Go to usewaxrx.com. Order your reusable ear wash system today. Use the offer code radio. UseWaxRx.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Never match the virtuoso. Are we jamming yet? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Mm -hmm. Yes. Crazy. It's just crazy good. Uh, And it all started on that El Paso television show. Bob, I've been afraid your show's going to be over for the day. Okay, it's about to kick into gear right now. Hey, Bob, I'm afraid the show's going to be over. That's outstanding. So, the uh, the tacos called him Bob too. He um, what? See, he he was. What was the other story we did? Are you sure? Where he was? He was. He went by Bob. Is he not talking to his producer? Well, it was maybe the article, right? Maybe he was talking to Robert Francis. Yeah, it was the, it was article, the article. Yeah, it yeah. was the byline. Yeah, uh, he referred to himself as Robert Francis, or not Robert Francis, but Robert O'Rourke. O'Rourke yeah, there was no indication of Beto at all. So, wow. but, but I understood that Beto was his lifelong nickname, so <laughs> that's confusing to me. Uh, interesting. That's interesting. It's interesting. Is there a number of people can call, Ivan? <laughs> yeah, when, right when, there. when can they call? When, uh, when can people call? It's right there. When, but when can they, when can they call? Anytime they want to. They, huh. they can just call, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't believe that I have to work <laughs> yeah, it's right there Sunday in front night of you. with you. Yeah. Like, He's stupid. It's, uh, you know, the numbers in front of you. <laughs> they dial those. That's what they do. Uh, Patricia in Michigan. Hi, you're on the blaze. Patricia? Did we lose her? Oh, no. We lost her. Oh, no. Didn't I didn't even get a chance to get to know her. Oh, Thank you. Jennifer in Texas. <laughs> Hi, you're on the blaze. 
Hey, Pat. Hey. I just wanted to say, you know, there's the scarcity of the cruise yard signs, you know, and a bit more of the Beto in my neighborhood, but I'm the unicorn. I've got the Neil Dykeman sign in my yard. <laughs> Neil Dykeman? <laughs> and that is... He's a libertarian. Okay. Oh, of course. Duh. Oh, I mean, Pat. Running for the Senate seat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you want Neil Dykeman over, over Ted Cruz? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. But, but you've got there is someone in the DFW area that actually does have the libertarian senators uh, for senator sign for, with the libertarian. So I am definitely the odd man out. Yeah, I'd, woman. I'd say, yeah. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. I will say I did have someone. Way to be a rebel, though. That's it, great. I do well, yeah, because everybody drives by and goes, "Who?" Mm-hmm. Uh, the. Uh, I will say that I was talking to someone about the Beto signs not long ago, and he had a, a kind of a positive way of looking at it. He said uh, as much as it bothered him, he just kind of figured that every house without a Beto sign is voting for Cruz. Hmm. And I thought, you know, I like that. I'm going with that. It's a good thought. It is a good thought. I like that thought a lot. Yes. Because the vast majority of people, the vast majority have no sign. In Correct. It. Like mine. I, I don't have signs Right. I'm not going to put a sign. No. Not gonna do it. I put a bumper sticker on my oh, car. Oh, for sure, not a bumper sticker. Not gonna I'm do not that. doing that. No. Yeah, I noticed that. I, that is uh, most of the people who have signs. I would think uh, the live in houses where cars are not all beat up, and because the cars that you see with the Beto signs aren't necessarily they're not Mercedes. They're, they're not necessarily. No. Yeah, they're not. They're not Mercedes. Mm-hmm. No. You not know, new I, model. I will say late, I, have not, model Mercedes. I have not seen a Mercedes <laughs> with a Beto sign. I haven't either. Uh, all right. Lori D. in Washington. Hi. You're on the blaze. Hey. First of all, hey. hi, Pat. Hi, Jeffy. Uh, and hi, Keith. But Jeffy, I love your podcast. Anyway, I'm going to get straight to the point. Uh, thank you. Anyway, little shout out there. Uh, thank you. So what the, what the hell is going on in Texas where there are this many Beto signs? I have a Doc Thompson <laughs> no. bumper sticker on my car in Seattle, and nobody <laughs> has hurt me yet. I have a Doc Thompson sticker. What the hell? That's great. So, uh, That's actually Texas, sad, but, Texas mm. is supposed to be the place where we don't see any of the stupid crap, and I'm worried. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I've already booked my, quote-unquote, accidental vacation to San Antonio over Election Day to vote. So, Keith, you cannot blame Excellent. me. I will be at my polling place on Election Day. Because this is that scaring is. me. We cannot lose Ted. We cannot lose Ted. Oh, my word. Yeah, that sums it up nicely. It sure does. You're, you're right. You, you can't lose. And thank you for coming all the way here to mm-hmm. to vote. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm also coming for the barbecue and to see my friends at church. Okay, well, that, that makes sense. I mean, you just happen to be here on voting day. You might as um, well vote. Hey, Lori. Lori. Yeah. You know what else you can do while you're in town? Uh, save you some what? money on food delivery. You can just bring it yourself uh, up here to the studio uh, when you're in town, huh? No, you, you think I might not have that in mind, <laughs> especially <laughs> since she's going to be in San Antonio. Apparently, it's just right. It's just, just down the just down the don't road. Pull just out, make a left, her, man. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. Can Thanks, use Lori. all the votes we can get. Yeah, no doubt for Ted, because who knows? I mean, in this day and age, who knows? Now, you, five years ago, you would never have thought that that right. seat could be in jeopardy. But, but Jeffy, in Texas, I don't know the laws. Are ex-felons allowed to vote here? Or, I mean, are you planning on voting? As long as you got the ID, baby. Okay, good. good. Okay. 
I've well, already, I've already and how hateful that. to have to bring an ID to the voting booth. <laughs> yeah, how hateful does, that is. Does, do you not feel disenfranchised when you just have to show oh that gosh. ID? Actually, I have to do it, in Texas. You have to show the voting ID card, the voter card that you get, when, uh-huh. and uh, you can get that. And I don't, I'm not saying that it's available without a Texas ID, but <laughs> I've seen it happen before. Oh, good. Have but, you? I've seen it happen before. Beto's yeah. friends have a huh. month to figure out how to make that happen. <laughs> Thanks. For that. Oh, they already know how to make that happen. Absolutely. Dem- Democrats have been, you know, scamming this process forever. Mm-hmm. Yes. All the dead people in Chicago that vote every single year. And it, it was the big joke from the the, the daily, the mayor daily years. And, yes. But it continues to this day. They were up in arms in Florida when they wanted to clean out the rolls. Yeah. Because they've been doing that down there forever. Right. How dare you clean up voting right. rolls? Right. It's amazing that that was a problem. I mean, does that not prove that you guys are counting, that the Democrats are counting on dead people voting, yes. on non-citizens voting? Yes. They're counting on it. They've been doing it for, you know, decades, and they want to continue that trend. 888 Obviously, uh, Jeffy's here and will be uh, chewing the fat next. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. Uh, welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Before we uh, get to chewing the fat, a couple of breaking stories. Uh, ricin was detected in mail that was sent to the Pentagon. Wow! And uh, two have been hospitalized. Uh, multiple people have been hospitalized after an envelope containing white powdery stuff, some kind of substance that's white and powdery, was sent to the Ted Cruz campaign in Houston. So uh, we'll keep an eye on these. Those details are. You know, pretty sketchy right now, uh, but we'll continue to follow those stories. Oh my gosh. Mm. Meantime, time to chew the fat with Jeffy. All right, so four dentists in California, including uh, three brothers, uh, faced rape charges after an alleged assault with a woman at the Wynn Las Vegas. And the woman alleged that the four men raped her repeatedly in a room at the Wynn early Saturday after she met the men at the bar. Uh, she charged the brothers. Uh, they they were facing charges of sexual assault, cons- conspiracy to commit sex assault, and first degree kidnapping. They identified the unidentified woman, who I hope they identify soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, went with a male friend to the win about two uh, thirty in the morning on Saturday, and uh, she met one of the brothers. And then they said, uh, "Hey, I've got more alcohol uh, in my room," and up she went. So uh, of course, why wouldn't you, right? And uh, 10 minutes after the end of the room, she said that uh, he pushed her into a chair, got on top of her, and tried to pull her pants down. She resisted, of course, according to her. And the three other suspects eventually entered the room and forced her to have sex with them. She tried to resist, but she was too intoxicated and too overwhelmed by the number of people attacking her to prevent the attacks. 
She begged them to stop, and eventually they uh, let her gather her clothes, and she got she got out of the room, took the elevator down to meet her friend. Uh, they reported the assault to police. She went to UMC, where the, a sexual assault nurses uh, examined her and conduct, conducted and said the results confirmed her story. All right. Now, uh, the lawyer and the, the brothers and the friends were like, um, no, this did not happen. Uh Check the videotapes, the cameras at the wind, whatever you want. Uh, we didn't do any of this. I don't know. Prosecutors uh, dropped all charges during a very brief hearing Monday uh, as they showed videotape. Uh, the unnamed woman alleged the four men that raped her. Um, no. Uh, the videotape showed conclusively uh, that couldn't have happened. How? It, it, it couldn't have happened. That they just it, didn't walk up the. Yeah, they weren't part of They were they in the room. They didn't it. show. They weren't with her at all. Um, How did the test now, at the hospital confirm? That's my question. Well, there better be an alternate investigation. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. can't just go around higgly-piggly saying somebody raped you and then get away with it if it wasn't true. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They just can't. And and again, what about the hospital confirming? Maybe she, you know, okay, so maybe she did have sex. Yeah, with somebody. Uh, with someone. But none not, of those right. guys. Uh, now, their comment mm. is a little... It was it was nice of them. Their comment was, "We are so grateful to the justice system for recognizing that we uh, were the victims in this case." This is the three uh, the three brothers. We knew when the facts came out that the vicious allegations would be exposed as lies, and our good names would be cleared. Right? We want to thank our family and friends and lawyers for sticking by us uh, through this horrific ordeal. But wait a minute, women don't lie, right? Yeah, right. So. How come they're not in jail? I know, and they, hmm. you know, and but they, uh, they also said at this sensitive moment in our history, we believe that women should be respected and heard and believed. But as this case shows, it's also important to keep a critical eye on those willing to use the Me Too movement for their own selfish motives, and remember that innocent until proven guilty is one of our country's bedrock principles. Yep. But it certainly was fine, you know, for the newspapers and the Internet to even, uh, I get maybe showing their pictures at the beginning, but even when the case was dropped, charges dropped, we still got their mugshots as the, as the lead is yeah. top of the story. So that, I, I mean, it's just kind of, I get it, I guess, you know, that's mm. still the story, but it's like, they're, they're innocent. Yeah. I mean, they're already going to have to fight, try to get some of their life and business back. Yep. Because uh, you know as well as I do that. No matter what happens to them or Kavanaugh, I mean, he's they're tainted now because of those because of that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, something I would like to see uh, the case against the female go uh, making the accusing the false, false accusations. accusations. Yes, those need to be prosecuted. They do. That, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Um, you ever look, look to yourself, Pat, and say, "Man, I want to be taller. I want to yes. be taller. Mm-hmm. I don't like being as short as I am." Well, now, <clears throat> men are spending about 200000 to uh, get what's called stature lengthening. Yeah. Wait, $200,000? Well, a couple hundred grand. Don't worry. There's nothing. They can make you taller? Yes. How does that happen? Now, in the old days, uh-huh. uh, they used to just uh, break your legs and keep stretching them. They had an outside thing where they would just stretch them. And now they've got a new Jeez. system. They've got a new system uh, that uh, doesn't hurt as much. You know, they would have the external 
<clears throat> the femur bone is broken in two and then slowly stretched apart. Oh, gosh. Uh, four times a day, the external fixator uh, on the outside of the leg uh, would just slowly pull the bones back apart, allowing the bone tissue to regrow in mm. the gaps. Mm-hmm. Now, according to a lot of people, um, that was um, unfathomable pain. <laughs> I bet. Really? Uh, yeah, they, it was unbelievable. But uh, now they have uh, they have uh, a thing that they put inside your leg. Okay, so it's uh, the internal lengthening implant called the precise nail, which revolutionized limb lengthening surgery dramatically, Pat. It's amazing. The procedure uh, <laughs> suddenly less painful, uh, quicker recovery, outcomes were about the same, and the experience for the patient is night and day. And how much can you expect to grow about three inches three inches About three inches <clears throat> they can take you from six foot to six three yeah wow or but i mean of course the, the people that are getting it are the wow. you know keith size five three <laughs> <laughs> nice no i work amongst giants okay i'm actually six foot zero but everybody else around here is seven twelve wait that would be eight sorry i mean because like they, they i love how they do the sam would yearn to be taller off during scouring the internet for information on stature lengthening every night before he went to bed. Wow. Mm. And now he's just, he has it. He's 5'6". Because <laughs> he was 5'3". Wow. So, so it works. Right? Wow. That's I mean, that's amazing. It's it is. So I've sad. never heard of that before. Uh, so four it days, costs $200,000 for this new for procedure? Yeah, but here in America. You can go to Syria and get it done for about 15000 after four days, the lengthening process begins. The patient is giving a magnetic wow. device that communicates with the tiny gears inside the precise nail, and that slowly lengthens the rod. Uh, you get about an inch a month. After three months, then you got three inches. It takes an additional month or two for the new bone to calcify enough to bear weight. Um, it's actually fairly discreet as cosmetic surgeries go. So can you not walk during this time? Right. you got to be in a wheelchair. For three months. Wheelchair and crutches. Yeah. After, wow. Yeah. yeah. So they're talking about you can have tell the patients that Jeez. they can tell coworkers that you know they'd work on the knee or you know this just you can uh, get people up and walking unassisted after four months for three inches. Like somebody's not going to notice if you went from <laughs> from five nine to six feet tall. Right. They're not going to notice no, that. Not or six it. foot to six three. You're not going to. You can't tell. That's just. <laughs> You can't tell. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, I used to not yeah, be I able just to. Had, I had a knee surgery. That's <laughs> hey, cleaning out some I mean, cartilage I, in there. I have. <laughs> I've had one knee replacement, and you know, I'm probably close to having another one soon. Mm. And that's not fun. No, you know, that's not fun. And they, you know, I mean, they cut your bones, they cut your knee out, they use bone cement, and and put the replacement. You know, so your bones hook back onto the replacement, mm-hmm. and that's not fun. And it, it and it hurts. You know, the little it's, it's a I little bet, bit of pain. Yeah. A bet, but uh, I don't know that I would, and I don't know. I've, mine would have to be hard now that I have a replacement in the left. I don't know if they could do it. Probably not. I could have like my right side could be mm. <laughs> my right side could add three inches, but the left side would have to get like shoes. I almost did a John McCain joke there, and I didn't. Good because it's too soon. Too soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, too soon Nobel for... Prize in Physics awarded to three groundbreaking laser scientists, and I know what you're saying. No, it's not me. I wasn't one of them. Um, I know. Surprise. Well, I. I know. That's what. I, that's why I, I wanted to stop you before you said it because I don't want to embarrass you. I almost you. fell out of my I, chair. Right. Very, very I know. Nearly. I know. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool. What the the physics. Uh, 
the physics award. Uh, three scientists for their breakthroughs in laser technology. All right, so you've got Arthur Ashkin, and I'll give him Gerard Moreau from France and Donna Strickland from Canada. Uh, they share the nine million Kronar Prize. That's about a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they became, uh, and she became the first woman in fifty-five years to be named to the physics uh, with have the Nobel Prize. They developed a laser technique described as optical tweezers, which can move particles, atoms, and molecules with laser beam fingers. They developed a way to create the shortest and most intense laser pulses ever created by humankind, allowing people to cut or drill holes in various materials with extreme precision. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, uh, congratulations to them, although they, you know, they beat me out. Yeah, what was your contribution dis- last year? A little disappointed. Trying to, trying to think uh, what your contribution hey, look, was. I don't want to get into too in-depth. It's, okay. it's awful scientific. And, yeah, too technical for uh, us. I mean, well, you may understand, but... Mm-hmm. Keith wouldn't. Other people. Nope. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. uh, Ellen Barkin. Ellen Barkin. You love her. I love Ellen Barkin. And yeah. I, I used to, I used to actually kind of like her, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she, why is she still on Twitter? That's what I want to know. Uh, um, you know, we've got a big uh, big outcry on all the uh, all the Twitter users uh, being mean and nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ellen, uh, Ellen just uh, tweeted, uh, dear uh, scum of the earth. In case some haven't noticed, I'm looking to make a new. I'm not looking to make any new friends right now. I don't care what you think. Not now. Let me rest. Leave me alone with like-minded thinkers until I can see again. But she also tweeted, "This man should be removed and not just from office." Whoa. As they're talking about, of course, our president. Uh, she's mm-hmm. still on Twitter. That's good for her. Mm-hmm. But I will say that uh, Twitter at Jack. Congratulations! You did remove the uh, Christine Fairs account. Has been. Uh, has been not knocked off. Oh, good. I know because she tweeted the she tweeted uh, the tweet uh, this weekend about uh, look at thus chorus of entitled white men justifying a serial rapist. Uh, oh yeah, the castration entitlement. Thing? Yep. Yeah, all of them deserve miserable mm-hmm. deaths. While feminists laugh, oh, as, I know. And that was my first thought: is okay. Uh, uh, here again, it's fine because it's somebody on the left. And it was for uh, it was for a while, but they pulled. But the they plug. did finally they pull it out. The plug they, on that, yeah. they had to get some pressure on that. You know, they Oof, did. I know some serious uh, feedback from people, and so at least they did right? the right thing eventually. Yes, yes. I'm mean, what a heinous. Person I believe I believe James is. Woods is still in uh, Twitter prison though. So. I think really? he is. Yeah. Because he won't bow down. Yeah. Delete the tweet. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's agonizing. That's great. And Michael Moore. We talked about uh, Michael and his uh, struggles with his ex-wife uh, a little bit before. She's claiming that uh, you know he hasn't paid her the money that he owes her. And his, uh, his uh, taxes he's put on the last few years where he's made negative money and hasn't given her any money. But I find it impressive that now Michael is saying that this is just a smear campaign against me mm. by my ex-wife. And uh, they divorced in 2014. Uh, they, I mean, she was married to him for 23 years. Uh, stipula- the divorce agreement uh, stipulated that some information would remain sealed and confidential. But now with this suit, it's going to open up all those records for everybody to see. Isn't that special? Mm-hmm. That seems to me that's how we got Bill Cosby, too, isn't it? Hmm. Anyway, uh, the lawsuit is an act of extreme disrespect to the Michigan Circuit Court, said his attorney. The court documents say no; these decisions in New York case could conflict with the progress in the ongoing Michigan case. Could it? Uh, well, isn't it? Uh, isn't it? Isn't it nice, Mike? That uh, you know, the, I thought we were supposed to believe all women, mm-hmm. and we're not supposed to believe old white guys. And women tell the truth, right? And I like some of the comments. Uh, 
on Twitter about uh, ironic, isn't it? The entire left wing of the U.S. screaming that all women must be believed. Moore chooses to question the ex-wife's motives. No, she is a woman, and to be believed, you are guilty. You've been me tooed. How's that shoe feel? It's great. <laughs> I, know, I mean, look, divorces are not fun. No. Uh, no matter who who gets them and how nice they seem, uh, they still end up being, um, you can quote me on this, not fun. That's a powerful statement. I know. Jeff. I mean, it's about divorce. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, I mean, I wanted to go strong on it. You think and, I made and it? And you did. Yeah. yeah, I think you did. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't write that almost, down. That was almost too strong. Yeah, what was it again? I didn't write that down. Divorces, Divorces are not, not fun. fun. Okay. Wow. Fun. I don't know if you want. Wow. Don't tweet it out. Cause, yeah, because it's, it. it's just too harsh. And we'll probably be banned from Twitter. For that. <laughs> so. I don't want to be banned. No. 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 And uh, I don't know if you saw the story about the uh, NYPD sergeant that's saying he was passed over for a promotion mm-hmm. because uh, he's uh, supported Colin Kaepernick. And uh, New York Police Department sergeant said he re- was, was refused a promotion because he was a vocal supporter of former NFL player and activist Colin Kaepernick. Now, I would, uh, at first glance on that story, I would say a good. Uh-huh. Uh, but he reportedly scored 26 out of uh, thir- 1,325 sergeants on the lieutenant test and <laughs> was supposed to be promoted. Except, uh, no, he wasn't. Uh, superiors did not or I say that it was because of Kaepernick. Of course not. He's got other allegations against him about how he handled two domestic violence related complaints. So he has some pretty big complaints against him. And so he is just, you know, using his support for Kaepernick saying that that did. I'm sure it didn't help mm-hmm. at all uh, in today's world. I'm probably I don't see how it would have hurt him, to be honest. It had to be something else. But even the police department now is like, you know what? No, you're not going to support Colin and uh, plan on getting promoted. Yeah. Not happy. I mean, he now and you think he promoted, you know, like he uh, you'd think, well, he promoted and he talked about Colin and he was kind of for him at the police department. Yeah, uh, it, it, it is unfortunate. I did a press conference in support of Colin Kaepernick using his status to put a spotlight on the issues in policing that need to be fixed. Um, you know, me being aligned with him was seen as standing with the enemy. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what? Um, yes. So uh, that's what you get. You got it. You stood with them. Good for you. Mm-hmm. A nice day. Mm-hmm. And uh, now you're going to complain about it? Okay. No problem. Have fun. Netflix has got a kind of cool thing started now, too. They're going to start uh, letting you uh, uh, choose your endings for shows. They're working on... Uh, <laughs> I know they're developing a new uh, new system so that uh, viewers can choose the next storyline in the TV episode or movie. So it'll be almost mm. like a, a almost like a game, mm-hmm. you know. But they'll have different endings and different ways that you can have characters end shows so that you can do it the way you kind of like. It's more of an interactive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of cool. And they're I yeah. mean they're obviously trying to uh, you know so gain more audience. Film a bunch of different ways, and then you select I, the one you like. I, that- I guess I mean their new system. Mm. I, you know they kind of uh, with the gaming system, right? You can have uh, the characters go different ways and end different games different ways. So if you use that same technology with films, um, you know you probably end up with the same kind of thing. Although you end up with the gaming is they're not using. People. Do you know how many mm-hmm. of these alternate endings they're going to film? I do not. I got a question from down the hall. Dylan's wondering, you know, how much money are they going to spend filming all these alternate endings that some people may not it even costs, watch? It costs a dollar an alternate ending, so a couple bucks. Oh, that's worth it then. Yeah, it's, right. That's there, worth there it. That's an alternate ending, right, right yeah, there. Okay, right here, this buck. right here is just worth it. I think. I think. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure Netflix is willing to spend the buck an ending. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, it's going to be amazingly expensive, but they're hoping, obviously, they knew they need, you know, they've kind of reached uh, a peak here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, you know, growing all over the world. It's not like they're hurting for money. And uh, so it's a way for them to increase uh, increase viewership and uh, people who say, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll, let's get Netflix and, and do I that. And I bet know? for each alternate ending, you probably just sit through commercials, too, that, you know, they get revenue off of as well. You say that less, that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's probably... I mean, commercials pay the bills, bro. Uh-huh. Uh, which is about to happen here. 888 thirty three ninety three, 3393 uh, And at Pat Unleashed, we have... Yeah, we have... Look at okay. that. We're going to pay the bills. Uh, all right. Um... Losing weight and keeping it off can be really frustrating. Just, I mean, when you get on the scale and you've expected that, all right, I did really well yesterday. I'm going to lose a pound or two right now. And then it's the same or more. Oh, it's just so frustrating. I hate scales breaking like that. Sucks. <laughs> scales. I mean, scales. It's the only thing you're suck. left to conclude is that there's something wrong with the scale. <laughs> right? <laughs> or there might be something wrong in, in your diet. But uh, uh, there's some help on the way. It's Riduzone. <laughs> Order it today, and this could really be the final key that really helps you lose weight and keep it off. Because Riduzone is a safe and natural FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. They took the good stuff in olive oil, the OEA. That stuff has been uh, clinically shown to reduce your appetite and to boost metabolism. With those two things, you're bound to lose weight. No kidding. Give it a try. See what happens. Riduzone.com. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. Order it today at Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's Riduzone.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, finish it up. Chewing the fat with Jeffy. We've talked a lot uh, on this show and uh, several other shows about how it's possible that this company can continue to advertise these stars uh, leaving their businesses, leaving their spouses with facial cream companies. And their ads are all over the Internet, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? All over the Internet. Mm -hmm. And we're like, how can they fight this? Well, Judge Judy... The Judge Judy. Oh, the. Uh, tweeted out on her verified account. Uh, I have never endorsed any skincare <laughs> product. Please do not buy any product for the skin that uses my name or image as a spokesperson. It is not true, and they are attempting to fool you into believing that I use their product. Don't be fooled, Judge Judy Shendlin. I mean, Finally, somebody uh, has least, said something right. about it besides us. Uh, I mean, <laughs> thank you, Judge Judy. Thank, yeah. No doubt. It, she must be getting sick and tired oh, just, of hearing I mean, from people on that because she's used and and Joanne uh, Gaines uh, from from uh, Fixer Upper. Yeah, uh, those are probably the two main ones that you see. All I the see. Time. I do see um, uh, Facebook boy's wife Zuckerberg. Oh yeah, wife. Mark Zuckerberg's, Zuckerberg's wife. Zuckerberg's yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. And she's leaving Facebook. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't want anything to do with it. No, that. she no. doesn't need it. Well, I mean, she's created this uh, facial cream empire. I love the fact that they use fake quotes. 
They All use, of it. They it's, write it's fake articles. They yeah, Bill O'Reilly's been quoted. O'Reilly's now. been used. Oh, what in the world? It's not facial cream, but it's uh, no. He, his he, was O'Reilly. a brain pill or something. It increases your brain power. It doubles your brain power. Listen, and, Beck, I got to tell you about this pill. Yeah, let me, let me tell you about this new uh, cognitive uh, Cognivex <laughs> X. Beck. Uh, Beck, it's it's so good. I, I it doubles my IQ, which, as you know, is already at five hundred. And some yeah. of the, and some of the uh, big Check time uh, uh, Hollywood stars brain. all are put on for their uh, uh, the sexual mm-hmm. pill <laughs> to uh, increase your sexual stamina. Mm-hmm. I see Denzel being uh, used a lot. I mean, those guys got enough money to fight that. What are they? Yeah, I, those places down, man. I it's so it would seem like it's so easy to to do. I mm-hmm. it's got to be traceable. Now, maybe if you're if you're someone like uh, you know whatever, who, and I use Denzel because he was the last one I saw, and I, I don't have a, someone I see different actors for the same uh, the same stamina pill. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, maybe they, if they're asked about it, they say no. I don't. You know, it's ridiculous, and uh, this company shouldn't be doing it. But behind the scenes, you think, well, let's keep my face out there. People, mm-hmm. are, people still seeing me out there, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I don't know. Would you want to fight it? I mean, I yes. If they're saying things that I didn't say and saying that I endorse something I didn't endorse, Gray. yeah, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, uh, Judge Judy is furious that Dr. Oz exposed her skincare secrets. That jerk. Furious. Yeah. I guess, you know, she told him in confidence what she uses to look so amazingly young and vibrant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, uh, but then he leaked it on the air. She didn't want to. You know, she's had this facial cream for a long time. And uh, apparently some sponsors dropped her because it, her her secret was leaked. So now she's got no choice. Now she's just going to, you know, get off of the Judge Judy show and, and go full, full-time selling facial cream. Dang it. If only Dr. Oz hadn't leaked her secret. So she was trying to keep it on the down low. Yeah, she was. She wanted she wanted to keep it on the down low. Uh, and they, I mean, this is a really interesting way to sell your product. It just happens to be a, a flat out fabrication, a complete lie, and a fraud. It's a it's a scam. It's a scheme, and it's fraud. I don't understand again how they continue to get away with it. And finally, Judge Judy released a statement. I don't have any facial cream interest. I, this is not true. And she's the first person I think I've ever seen actually respond to this A little stuff. pushback. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anybody else do that. My jihad against this facial cream uh, empire is continuing. And the other uh, group, too. Who was the... Uh, uh, oh, the brain power people. <laughs> the brain power people mm-hmm. that are using... Bill O'Reilly and others. Yeah, I, I we need to talk to Bill about that. Like, I know. Maybe have Glenn talk to him. Can you go out there? Um, we, we need yeah, to see. I, uh, I want to. 
Um, maybe we'll just have him on this show and we'll ask him about it. Okay, you want me to see about that? Okay. Because yeah. uh, that's a... Uh... Tell him we want to, you know, we, we want a secret for the brain pill. <laughs> he's, he's really big on people saying false things about him. On the oh, internet. he loves that. Yeah, he and loves so it. And so this would be right in his wheelhouse, I would think. I would think so. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would think he'd want it to stop. Uh, 888-933-93. We have new allegations, of course, um, in the Kavanaugh situation. They're talking to, I guess, virtually everybody who's been named. Uh, They're going to hunt, track down all of these allegations against him. From the rape gang to the, he exposed himself to the girl at a party. And, uh, of course, the Christine Ford stuff. And so they're looking into all of this. And they found out maybe the most heinous piece of information we've heard uh, that he threw ice on somebody at a bar in 1985. And we're still considering this 1985. guy? 1985. It's like, hard to believe, McConnell's right? McConnell's still sticking to we're voting this week after yeah. this ice cup Some revolution. people are giving us that due process nonsense. No, stop with that. that is this so is just too heinous. Old school. Too. It's too heinous. Uh, don't talk to me about uh, innocent until proven guilty. This guy's obviously guilty. Well, so he's a dude, so right. We know that he lies. He lies, so he's guilty of at least that. Fortunately, women don't lie, and so we can believe them all. This is a, such an amazing uh, cultural phenomenon that's going on right now, where they have a right to be believed instantly. Hmm fascinating because it's antithetical for it's completely against everything we've ever believed in and all of a sudden now you just believe an accuser and you proceed as though uh this guy is guilty and it's up to him to come up with evidence that he didn't do what he's accused of doing (laughs) it's just wow and we got there quickly we've just flushed 242 years of American precedent and American tradition and American constitutional principles right down the toilet. Rule of law, yeah. Yeah. Incredible. When when did we start going down this road? Was it uh, Harry Reid got a phone call in his office that... uh, Yeah, I don't know if that was the start of it, but that certainly pushed it down the road a ways. Meanwhile, uh, Kevin Jackson, who was fired very quickly at Fox News... um, after he unleashed some tweets, one of which referred to Brett Kavanaugh's accusers as lying skanks, <laughs> that he uh, huh. appeared on Joe Piscopo's radio show yesterday oh, wow. and ripped Fox News for their apparent hypocrisy. Uh, he defended Bill Cosby, uh, who's been accused of drugging, coercing, and sexually assaulting or raping 60 women. 60. And was just sentenced to at least three years in prison. Um, so he he said, Cosby now sits in prison over 40 to 50 year ago allegations because some lying piece of crap leftist feminist who will say whatever they pay them to say or do. Fox is dumb. I could have said <laughs> I could have said something to save my job. Fox was like, yeah, you want to you want to say this or do that? Hell no, I said. I could still have a job at Fox if I wanted to say the right thing. Then he went on to say that Ed Henry, former uh, Fox News correspondent, was hanging out with hanging out with strippers while he was married. 
before falsely claiming that uh, Fox Fox News uh, chief correspondent still had a job there. I, I don't think he does. I don't think he has a show on the network. Um, <clears throat> he also mentioned Jesse Waters, who just recently divorced his wife or is in the process. And he's hanging out with some young chick that he did. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, who are so, we now? Who are we moved on from? Was it both of these, Ed Henry? Yeah, Ed Henry. Oh, okay, okay. And Jesse Waters. Oh, Jesse Waters. Okay. So he's showing the hypocrisy of Fox because the, these guys are still on the uh-huh. network. If that's what Fox decides they want to have on, congratulations to them. Now, Henry did take time off from the network in 2016 uh, when tabloids reported on an alleged affair with a Las Vegas stripper. Uh, and Fox News host Jesse Waters is apparently uh, divorcing his wife after he had an affair. Uh, so... Okay. He's saying that, okay, these guys are still on in some capacity, but because I said lying, lying piece of crap and called the accusers lying skanks, he doesn't have a job. Interesting. Uh, apparently, he's a little pissed off. Also, uh, the bad publicity that Star Wars Last Jedi received when it came out last year apparently um, is being chalked up to Russian trolls who drove it uh, on the Internet. Wow. Uh, There's, according to a new academic paper by researcher Morton Bay, uh, he wrote an article called Weaponizing the Haters, the Last Jedi, and the Strategic Politicization of Pop Culture Through Social Media Manipulation. It's too long a title. I mean, right. I mean, it's yeah. a whole book right there. You'd be more punchy if it's a tighter, shorter title. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He suggested that the reputation uh, that that Last Jedi had may, may not have been earned and instead finds evidence of deliberate, organized political influence uh, measures, influence measures disguised as fan arguments. The likely objective of these measures is increasing media coverage of the fandom conflict thereby adding to and further propagating a narrative of widespread discord and dysfunction in American society. Persuading voters of this narrative remains a strategic goal for the alt-right movement as well as the Russian Federation. The paper analyzes in depth the negative online reaction, which was split into three different camps, those with a political agenda, trolls, and what Bay calls real fantagonists which uh, he defines as genuine Star Wars fans disappointed in the movie. That's where I fit in. Hmm. The, the movie did suck. Ah. I didn't like it. You it liked was, it? It wasn't the greatest of the franchise. No, it's, to me it was one of the worst. Really? Yeah, I just I hate what they did with Luke. He wasn't that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. However... And that kind of ruined it for me. A lot of folks were upset that he used that, um, I don't know what you'd call it, the hologram power you know oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, he's made that up uh-huh and the director was like yeah take a look it's in this book that that explains that jedis have that power yeah they do, it, i and i thought they had that haven't they done something like that before in the series it seems like that's been a thing because i it seemed reasonable to me in the yeah. star wars universe that he could do that yeah i thought it was okay it just, but yeah, i didn't like I the didn't way like it. it was it was more the uh Mark Hamill himself, as opposed to Luke Skywalker. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But, hey, you know what? Uh, I just got this story sent to me from Dylan when we were talking about Star Wars. This is uh, an article. One of the the heads there in the studio or something says that Mm -hmm. um, Adam Rogers, uh, let's see. 
They're making more, a lot more movies, Star Wars movies. The company intends to put out a new Star Wars movie every year for as long as people will buy tickets. Let me put it another way. If everything works out for Disney, and if you're like me, old enough to have been conscious for the first Star Wars film, you will probably not live to see the last one. It's the Forever franchise. Wow. So they have big plans for this. Yeah, they do. And, uh, but I think they've scaled them back a little bit because of the latest uh, numbers. Because of Russian had. trolls. Because <laughs> communists have been infiltrating uh-huh. our social media platforms and telling us that they're sucky. That and people named Pat Gray. Yeah, well, it is. It does suck. It wasn't that bad. It, do, it does suck. Okay. So, uh, 888 uh, And Pat Unleashed on Twitter um, with your thoughts on any of this. Uh, Dave in Ohio, you're on The Blaze. How you doing, Pat? Hey, good. Uh, yeah, I was wondering with the uh, three women that are accusing Kevin, um, Brett Kavanaugh of um, what he did or supposedly did, blah, blah, blah. Well, it seems to be that, I mean, if they're talking to the FBI right now and if they're lying to the FBI, could they be charged with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, and I, I was saying because I I believe that basically unless you're going to let this keep stuff like this keep going on and I'm a woman make allegation with no evidence at all and uh you got to nip this in the bud you got to charge somebody like we're not taking this equal rights for everybody you can't just because you're a woman we can't you know you're you're just your word is not proof enough and um mm-hmm. Christian Bosley Ford I keep coming to this I've I've watched the uh, the uh I, I was out there I, was, I worked there just so I could had a chance to watch that all day of what went on with her and I really still cannot come to any conclusion of why She's credible. She doesn't know when it was. She doesn't know how she got there. She doesn't know how she got home. The people she said that basically to collaborate her her story, mm-hmm. they don't. Every even she's like when I um I had to have my friends help me get on the fly fly, fly here. Then you find out she goes to the Bahamas. She goes to Hawaii. She goes to Washington D.C. on a plane. Mm-hmm. It's just everything she's saying. And then it's coming to find out with her uh, psychiatrist, the timelines that she gave him five years ago, right when this she started to come out with this because it was so dramatic for her her whole life. Don't don't line up. She said, "Well, it's the mid '80s." Well, '82 is not the mid '80s. That would be considered the early '80s. And if she's a doctor, she would know that. Come on, she's a, she's very smart. They even told you her credibility at the beginning of it, and. I think it, literally something's got to be done about this. You've got to charge one of these one third ones, I mean, easily. She's just right off the wall. There's, you know, and she's just, she's doing it for headlines. And, and they say, well, what did Christine Bosley afford? What's she going to get out of it? How much money is her go-to or GoFundMe account up to now? And any book deals in the future? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. I don't know about book deals. Um, we could probably check on her GoFundMe page. Okay. It was at I think three hundred thousand last time we saw, which is that's a pretty decent amount of change. Three hundred thousand dollars. Now that might have been with separate. Oh my gosh, look at where it is now. Five hundred twenty-eight thousand four hundred seventy-five dollars for Christine Blasey Ford. Uh wow! And she didn't pay for her own lawyers. She didn't pay for the polygraph test. Yeah, we know that. She didn't pay for anything. So what's this 500? You're giving her a half a million dollars for what? No longer accepting donations, by the way. Oh, really? Um, I, I don't know if sometimes GoFundMe does that if it reaches a certain amount or if she's just ready to cash that check while I she just, can. I'm, I'm going to put a GoFundMe page up for me. For what? what, for, what uh, just, for the uh, icing that I endured, the catastrophic icing when somebody threw ice at me in a bar. Can you prove that happened? No, it's up to them to prove it didn't. Tell you what, let's do this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I need you to not leave me culpable in this. But what if during the break I go and get a cup of ice in the kitchen? Mm-hmm. I just kind of 
pelt you with it yeah. during the next segment? Uh, it's, I mean, it's already happened the, to me. Well, okay, but this time you have video it proof. It to happen again. I, again, I don't want to be held criminally responsible for this. Mm-hmm. Can we agree on that? I just want no. to help you earn sympathy for a GoFundMe page. <laughs> so I'm willing to do that for you. And as far as lying to uh, the FBI, isn't that what Scooter Libby went to jail for? Huh. Scooter Libby and Martha Stewart, didn't they both lie oh, I, yes, in their yes. investigations? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely against the law. You can go to jail for it. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. You're listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Amazon just announced they're raising their minimum wage to $15 for all their U.S. employees. 15 bucks an hour uh, is the minimum you can make at Amazon. That's pretty good. That's awesome. Now, if a business wants to decide that, that's great. It just shouldn't be mandated by the government. The new minimum wage will benefit more than 250,000 Amazon employees, including part-time and temporary employees, as well as another 100,000 seasonal employees. Some employees who already make $15 uh, per hour will also see a pay increase. The company and CEO Jeff Bezos have been facing criticism for their pay disparity, you know, because the owner of the company makes a lot more than the workers in the warehouse. Is that legal in this country? I guess it is. Wow. <laughs> Why should he make more just because it's his company and he invented it? <laughs> I mean, come on. Wow. I pick up things and put them into carts. I put them on shelves. That's true. And then once in a while... Take something and put it in a delivery truck and it goes somewhere else. I mean, that's worth as much as Jeff Bezos makes. At least. Uh, last month, Bernie Sanders introduced legislation called the Bezos Act to oh. tax corporations for every dollar that their low-wage workers receive in government health care benefits or food stamps. Jeez. What? <laughs> it's unbelievable. What a socialist punk. Uh, he tweeted out, Amazon is worth $1 trillion. Jeff Bezos is worth 155 billion. Thousands of Amazon workers have to rely on food stamps, Medicaid, and public housing to survive. That is what a rigged economy looks like. Oh, come on. How, how is it a rigged economy? First of all, you don't have to work at Amazon. You don't have to. Go somewhere else and find a better job that makes where you make more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean see. a rigged economy? Oh, guys, just... Yeah, so I just did some it's quick painful. math here. So if you make um, uh, the salary there, the $15 an hour, that's $31,000 a year um, over at Amazon. Um, Bernie Sanders' uh, salary mm-hmm. as a U.S. senator is $174,000. So that's about six times as much as the Amazon worker. That's what a rigged economy looks like there, Senator. <laughs> um, also, uh, the average, mm-hmm. uh, the median household income in America, 45000 That's uh, four times uh, lower than... Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders' salary. Again, that's what a rigged economy looks like. Looks like. Exactly right. Socialist. He's the worst. (sighs) 
Um, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Jan in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hello. Hello. I um, want to know who's going to pay the taxes on that GoFundMe account for over a half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, this woman. Uh, you know, there's some kind of tax consequences. I would think would be on it. I would think so. Yeah, it up. it's yeah. income after all. So right, and she has a, a really nice salary with a major university, mm-hmm. and then she gets to pay taxes or high taxes in California as well as federal income tax. Right. And so, you know, is she going to try to say that she's going to get out of that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Know. I haven't. I haven't heard. Appreciate the call, Jan. I haven't heard her make a statement on. Well, actually, she did talk about the GoFundMe page. She said, uh, I know there are some GoFundMe pages that have been set up, and I don't know how to work them yet. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's apparently figured out how to. Um, I'm seeing some conflicting information about uh, tax rules and implications with GoFundMe-type pages. Uh, if money donated it is, is not taxable, a, right? It's con- it is considered taxable income. Under IRS rules, uh-huh. an individual can give another individual a gift up to $14,000 without tax implications. So, unless. Uh, so. so ta- okay, so your gift won't be taxed. But it sounds like if you're receiving it, it's taxed. Okay. Hmm. Either way, we need to set up one. <laughs> take, take a chance is, is my point yes either way we need a gofundme page how about you know what i need mm. i need a gofundme page follow me now mm-hmm. to pay for my taxes yes and i will gladly mm-hmm. pay the taxes on the gofundme income With, and, and and the, the taxes. taxes from working here okay I'm uh, willing. I'm willing to pay wow. the IRS all that money. That's amazing. That's a, you're you're an amazing human Will being. Will you set it up for me? It's incredible. No, I have no idea how to do that. I don't either. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, as we mentioned, two people were transported to a hospital after being exposed to a white powdery substance today at Senator uh, Ted Cruz's campaign headquarters in Houston. Authorities responded to the office building after somebody opened an envelope that contained the unknown substance. Police and hazmat officials evacuated and secured the building while they investigated uh, the scene. The evacuation order was lifted after the fire department determined there were no hazardous substances found inside the building. So what sent the two people to the hospital? Did they just go as a precaution, maybe? Maybe they weren't actually sick? I don't know. Maybe they were all I don't know. kind of... They worked for Ted Cruz. They were thinking, can you imagine... If Beto O'Rourke wins this, that's probably what made them ill. And yeah, and they just fell ill after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, um, <laughs> this is great. I love how history is always rewritten. Do you remember Molly Ringwald from all the movies in the eighties? Um, Sixteen Candles, all of those. Well, she's. She's apparently uh, unhappy that she starred in those movies now, especially 16 Candles. Okay. Uh, first, it was The Breakfast Club. Now it's 16 Candles. It's apparent no cult classic 80s film is safe from actress uh, Molly Ringwald's Me Too Despair. Um, she starred in 16 Candles and told NPR that she also considered the movie problematic through the scope of the Me Too lens, which is important to do. It's important to look at your 1985 movie 
uh, through the lens of 2018 social movements. I think it's really important that you do that because <laughs> I think we all live by the principles taught to us in 16 candles, don't we? I, mean, I know I do. Yeah. I, I can only speak for myself. I was kind of embarrassed to I, admit that, but now I feel no, like... No, no. No, Keith, oh. anybody who's... Anybody yeah. uh, uses those to as a as a teaching tool. Now, do you mm. call your little club, and maybe it's just me, mm-hmm. but I call my little club 16 Principles? Do you? I do. Okay, that's beautiful. And I, I get, I get them really nice. all from that movie. From 16 the movie Candles. 16 Candles. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point in the film, the movie's male lead says, I've got my girlfriend, Caroline, in the bedroom right now, passed out cold. I could violate her 10 different ways if I wanted to. Yep, that's uh, that's Keith Principle number nine, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Uh, Ringwald said, I do see it differently. I mean, there were parts of that film that bothered me then, although everybody likes to say that I had, you know, John Hughes' ear, and he did listen to me in a lot of ways. I wasn't the filmmaker. I think, you know, as everyone says, and I do believe is true, that times were different and what was acceptable acceptable then is definitely not acceptable now, and nor should it have been then. But that's sort of the way that it was. I feel very differently about the movies now, and it's a difficult position for me to be in because there's a lot that I like about them. And of course, I don't want to appear ungrateful to John Hughes, but I do oppose a lot of the what is in those movies now. And that movie came out in 1984. She just talked herself into complete circles here. 1984. Get over it. You know, the sensibilities were completely different then. Completely different. People, you know what? People look, listened to a line like that. I got my girlfriend in the in the bedroom right now, passed out cold. I could violate her 10 different ways if I wanted to. Obviously, he didn't want to, and everybody knew it was a joke. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was taken at the time. They're like, okay, uh, yeah, you probably could, but good thing you're not doing that, right? And then people moved on with their lives. Good gosh. Mm-hmm. What a society we live in now. Of course, it's timeless, though, whether it's the 80s or today. You cannot be tossing pieces of ice. No, that is, you're right. That's a timeless principle. Okay. No ice. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. Um, Danny Deutsch told Joe Scarborough something really uh, powerful yesterday, and I thought we better share it with you so you can be informed. Because uh, you learn a lot of life life's lessons, not just from 16 Candles, uh, but from the morn- Morning Cup of Postum with Joe and Mika and Buffy. For the entire generation of women going forward, they will not be able to look at the Supreme Court the same way, particularly post that Kavanaugh performance. That as a man, I was embarrassed for him. It was it was the ultimate display of of white entitlement. And speaking of which, just one more point. As I talked to men over the weekend, I find that the higher you go on the Mm. income curve. The more men are like, why, you know, well, we all did this, we all did this in one form or another, still not getting it. 
Women are getting it, and I find the lower you go on the income curve, men are getting it. But this does not move us at all, any forward, as far as entitled men feeling what they can and can't get away from. I think the stakes are beyond politics. It goes way into where we stand as the genders. Anybody else sick and tired of hearing this white entitlement, white uh, privilege bullcrap? Anybody else fed up to hear with it? Yeah, when you get pulled over for oh, speeding, man. which of course never happens, never. But when it does, other than fifteen times in they, the last, they just six years. Let, they just let you go because they go, mm-hmm. oh, it's it's a white guy white like me, t- right? Entitlement, yep. white privilege. Nope. Yeah, not well once, once out of so fourteen out of fifteen times. No, my white privilege didn't take over. But that one time it actually worked for yeah, you. That right? one time it was because you were right. Yeah, and a guy. Uh, that's why. And wow. and the person who pulled me over was, of course, white see, and a guy. And so irrefutable you know, evidence. Right we there. had that wink, wink, right? White uh-huh. entitlement. Yeah. Yep. Like, white privilege. See you later. It's like being a mason, right? <laughs> you see the ring and they match, they line up, and, and you're like, you, you oh, know you're done. Hey, I get to go home now. Thanks, sir. Uh, it's amazing that Donnie Deutsch has a gig anywhere. Uh-huh. That douche. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I just I can't Donnie take douche. the white privilege, white entitlement nonsense anymore. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we have something to take some of the irritation out of the day. Um, wait, wait some, a minute, what are, what are you referring to on your sheet there? Some some bad lip reading uh, uh-huh. from Hillary Clinton. So Hillary's actually going to be a fun yes, uh, uh, sh- distraction. Okay, this should ahead. be some fun. Here, here's uh, bad lip reading with Hillary. Hmm? A while back, Bill and I went to the store. Uh, and we bought some locusts. Uh, they were in a bag, and the girl who worked there tried to open the locust near Bill. And I heard Bill crying and figured out he's really scared of locusts, as you'd hope. And he cried and shivered and drooled all over the table. And then when he had moved forward, I did that prank where I scratched his vein open. Uh, and I remember he just bled so good. Now, he farted intermittently on the way home, but that was kind of his thing, so... <laughs> So there I was, just this popular blonde, and there was a fork in my britches. Because I put it there, all right? Um, Because I was always like, what if I couldn't find a fork? And everybody uh, that I knew knew about it, and half the time they'd be staring at me. And I was like, this is great. And then eventually I just didn't put it in there anymore. Because, you know... I was told that when you get a spoon pocket, you are an amazing person. And a spoon actually is better to carry. (laughs) (laughs) Last night I got on Tinder, and then I got a dork who looked like a grandpa. You know, with his old face. And it was like his head shot. So I wanted to be all like, hey, grandpa, you look funny. (gasps) Is your mother a Shanghai gremlin? Ah, It's just too much, you see, because she's not one. But I mean, it has to be said. That joke was much better in my head. <laughs> That's unbelievable. So good. I, t- I still don't understand how they do it. Uh, it's that. Uh, it's pretty amazing, though. It's that Mori effect, I think. Right? Like uh, your brain, mm-hmm. when you hear it or uh, whatever, it tells your brain that you're seeing something different than what you are. But it's um, but it's but it does fit. Work. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, got to fit the movements, and it does every single time. Love it. Plus they. They simulate the voices pretty well. Yeah. You know, they get kind of near them so that uh, it kind of sounds like the person involved. Uh, it's and, amazing. And there's a lot more to that video. And, of course, you don't need me to tell you that uh, a little bit Could later on. going to be tweeting on, that out on See, uh, Twitter. 
Yeah, I'm going to be knew. tweeting it out later on. And what's your uh, what's your uh, Twitter account uh, handle? You know, at Pat Unleashed. There it is. And then you can use the hashtag. Uh, uh, put oh. that in your pipe. There you go. Is what you can do. You got it. Uh, also, we have these um, Cassie J. Uh, this Cassie J. Interview, where she is uh, describing why interviewing men's activists during the making of her documentary, The Red Pill, changed her life for the better. I'm not sure if this is going to make us uh, angrier or more relaxed. Have you seen these yet? I don't even know who Cassie J is. How could you not know who Cassie J is? Who's Cassie J? You're about J. to find out. Tell me, no, I, I, want you, no, I want you to tell me in your I, own no, words I, before I, we roll the video. I don't want to do a who, spoiler here. I'm just going to... Walk us through. Bring it on you. She's this person. Right well, here. I did go into interviewing men's rights activists, assuming the worst of them, and I was hoping for them to lash out, to say anti-women things, to maybe even threaten me, uh, because I, w- I was going in with an agenda. I was. Uh, and then I realized that of the 44 people I interviewed for the Red Pill, that was not the story I gathered, and I spent two two hours up to eight hours interviewing each individual person and it was not the the truth of the matter was not what i set out to to make a film about but i had over 100 hours of footage and i do believe that i went on probably the most beneficial life-changing experience of my life to date i'm 32 but it changed my life for the better hearing their perspective and learning about these issues and how it influenced my own relationship with now my husband of almost three months. Um, so I knew that there was a story here and if only I benefited from going on this journey, so be it. But I wanted it, I wanted it to become a documentary because I wanted to share with everyone else what I'd learned. Wow. So Cassie J is making this documentary and the document she, she sets out to make a film about how uh, bad these men are, these male activists. And she finds out the opposite, that these aren't bad people, that these are great people, and she's learning something from them. And amazingly, uh, she didn't make the movie she planned to make anyway. It became something else. Uh, that doesn't happen very often where your mind is open to actually learning something i love intellectual and the truth. honesty when yeah, people great? who have an agenda realize oh my gosh the facts don't bear out what my um predetermination mm-hmm. was and, and i am willing to reverse course as and lot. why do we love it so much because it's so incredibly rare never happens yep people just set out on their agenda they've got a certain bias and they stick to it well, she's, uh, she describes how the fourth wave feminism and victimhood is keeping women from achieving what they want to do. Here she is. And it's so sad to me because I really do care about women and especially young girls feeling empowered that they can do and be anything they want to do and be. And so I started to see all these lies and these myths as actually being abusive to women and girls. And, and I wanted to... I wanted to help women by saying, actually, you can do anything you want to in the world. It just takes hard work and dealing with rejection because we all deal with rejection. And um, 
But I see so many young women, especially today with fourth wave feminism, reveling in this victimhood mentality and letting it define everything that they do and preventing them from succeeding in life because they believe everywhere they go, they're going to be a victim. And there are real victims in the world. There are many people that have horrible things happen to them and it wasn't their fault and it shouldn't have happened to them. But your responsibility is how you react and picking yourself up from that. And right now, I think we're teaching, feminism is teaching young women to be angry and give up because the world is against them, patriarchy is against them. And and in the Bay Area especially, I see this brewing. I mean, the, the anger is just palpable and... And I, I see so many women who have a lot of potential not living up to it because they believe they were born a victim. So uh, this is American film director uh, Cassie J. She uh, directed the 2016 documentary The Red Pill, and it was about the men's rights movement. And she expected one thing and found something completely different uh, about what she was uh, going to make the movie about. And um, to her credit, she went with the truth rather than her own agenda. It's really good stuff. Uh, And she also describes why postmodernism feminism has made men into be the enemy in this movement. Any movement needs a common enemy. And I think modern feminism has identified men as the enemy. And when they say they're the movement for gender equality, that if you believe in gender equality, you should be a feminist. I don't believe they're truly for both the genders having equal treatment and justice and, and being treated fairly and with respect uh, because they are willing to step on men and their issues in the process and just brush over all of them or blame men as the problem of those issues, which the Red Pill movie talks about. The common feminist reaction to hearing about men's issues is that, well, it's the fault of the patriarchy. And if there are things going on with men, it's men's fault because men have all the power. They have all the privilege. So it's their responsibility to take care of their own if they really do have issues, which a lot of feminists don't believe men have issues. Um, but they blame it on them, so therefore it's not our problem to deal with. So in that way, I don't see feminism as the one and only movement for gender equality. If you're demonizing one half of the population, saying that they're the fault of their own problems, and this other half, it's not our problem to deal with. But then when you do try to deal with it, like the Red Pill movie, tries to educate people on what are men's issues. A lot of people can't even list off a laundry list of them they can think of a few women's issues off the top of their head because they've been repeated it so much in the media and one of those first issues that most people would say is the wage gap which i found out was a myth so there's an information gap on what are men's issues and and i do see silencing taking place and deplatforming and trying to keep this other half of the narrative just erased from history or, or current day politics. Again, this is 
so rare. Uh, wow. This is like we've been wandering in the desert uh, for 12 months, and all of a sudden we've stumbled upon an oasis. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, it's good stuff. By the way, these interviews, um, Glenn's got a fascinating interview every single week that they post on Saturday. So every Saturday, you can see another one of these um, interviews where they get in depth with uh, somebody. For instance, Cassie J on uh, on feminism and and men's issues, which she describes some of those issues that she now considers men's rights, but says they're not gender uh, rights issues because they're not we're not given men are not given a microphone, um, and these are not issues that affect women, so they're not. They're not to be discussed anymore. Here's what she had to say. I learned about so many different men's issues that I do now consider rights issues. There are men's rights issues, but they were never defined as gender rights under feminism because it didn't affect women, such as, do you think it's a right to know you're a parent? Only men would have the option of not knowing they're a parent mm-hmm. because women, you know, you birth the yeah. baby, you know you're a parent. But there are many men who never know that they have a child out there. They have progeny out there. Uh, You know, the lack of reproductive rights for men is not addressed under feminism. And, you know, I I think that's a shame because I, I think there are so many men that really do care about their children. And there have been women who adopted, they they were unmarried, mother and father, unmarried, and the woman had the baby, adopted the baby away when the father wanted to be a parent and was willing to have the child just himself to raise. And she adopted the child away. And we show this in the Red Pill movie. Many of those stories. And I never learned about that when I was, for 10 years, a radical feminist. Never learned about these issues. So, you know, I, I just think the, the major problem right now is we, we're giving a microphone to one side of what's going on for, for the genders. And, and I, you know, I still care about women's issues and empowering young girls. And I still do think that there are women's issues that need to be fought for. But I know a lot of organizations with a lot of funding are doing that work. And so I'm just trying to, you know, add to the discussion that we need to look at all people. Wow. Pretty amazing. To think that she was once a radical feminist, and now you just heard all that she had to say. Just fascinating. Sure is. <laughs> it's amazing. Who has that kind of open mind anymore? On the left. And, Nobody. And not only who has the open mind, but who has the bravery that it takes to be that honest. Yeah. Especially when yeah. you're coming from a movement, you've got to assume a lot of her friends are definitely still of that mindset. Oh, can you? Ma- she's lost a lot of friends with that I movie. You've got to believe. My goodness. You've got to believe. That's bravery. In fact, uh, she has said it was kind of a suicide mission to release the red pill. I bet. You know, because everybody abandoned her on the left, I'm sure. Amazing. So uh, this interview is available uh, in podcast form, and uh, you can find that wherever podcasts are sold. Or downloaded, because I don't, I don't think we we charge you anything for them. Yeah. So, uh, so it could be SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher, mm-hmm. uh, everywhere a podcast is available, uh, like this one. You can also find these that are posted every Saturday. Triple eight nine hundred. 
3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter. Microaggressor said, "Cheese, uh, try to play the guitar like Beto. You might as why don't you just try to recreate the Mona Lisa?" It's, <laughs> it's a very, fair comparison. Very fair. Yep. Very fair. Uh, from Jared Gaskin. What I'm calling for is uh, common sense ice control legislation. Stop the madness. That is long overdue. That's actually. all we need is common sense uh, ice. Like if we just control. outlawed ice, mm-hmm. it would just stop being a thing. Yeah. Right. Yes. What so, if you just can't freeze water anymore? What if you can't? That could be the last Save great lives. thing that the GOP majority could do before winter gets here. Is it a last chance to do something before if, they lose their power? If it saves one life. Outlaw. It was worth it. Outlaw ice. If it saves one life. One life. Rubble Nora tweets out, uh, they use the metric in Mexico, so they don't know if that four-mile wall is one centimeter or 1,000 kilometers. <laughs> That's true. So they won't know what they're paying for anyway. And then they'll walk uh, up to it, and they'll be like, hey, whoa, whoa, this what thing is... probably stretches to eternity. I heard it's... Yeah, I heard this is 100. the full border, which is... Four miles. Who knows how long that is? See, that's like it's inverted there. Yeah, nobody they, knows. They hear about the miles, and they're exactly. just like, that goes they don't know. Them. They can't figure it out in centimeters then, or kilometers, or whatever stuff. Uh, from Ross, I'm going to set up a GoFundMe page because of the traumatic experience of hearing the Beto O'Rourke guitar riff. Sorry about that. Uh, what this one? Oh, come on, now. This is. So brilliant. Oh, man. Here we go. Break it down, baby. You're feeling it, right? Kick it. Bow, bow. Turn it down. (laughs) Each stroke less in tune than the one before. (laughs) So great. That's just that's guitar brilliance right there. That's just uh, absolute genius, uh, and of course a uh, a maestro uh, on the guitar. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Here's something I think we've all suspected, but to have it actually confirmed just pisses you off even more. Americans on on average spent more on taxes than on food and clothing combined. That's criminal. In two thousand seventeen. Consumer units, which include families, financially independent individuals, and people living in single households who share expenses, spent an average of $9,562 on food and clothing in 2017. They spent an average of 16749 on federal, state, and local taxes. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Don't get me started. I know. It's going to be a FCC We're not violation. paying our fair share. Mm-hmm. 
What is the fair share? Someday oh. we need to come up with that determination. The average uh, tax bill included $7,819 in federal taxes, 2098 in state and local income taxes, and $51 in other taxes. Uh, they don't must not live in Texas, where the property taxes would be a hell of a lot more than fifty one dollars. <laughs> yeah, wait, what did that? What I mean, because look at they got you got uh, federal ta- federal income tax, state and local income tax, and fifty one dollars in other taxes. Well, that would have to include property tax, which <laughs> I don't know about you, but I it's paid slightly be. more than fifty-two dollars uh, yeah. last year. Mine was fifty-three fifty. <laughs> was it? And it all went to the school. Oh, that's, so, that's maybe that's a, a misprint. That's, that's bogus, a right lot. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I wish <laughs> no, I that even, would be a bargain, even, right? Yo, because I mean, the property tax money. should be zero. It because should. effectively, you're just uh, renting mm-hmm. the land from the local jurisdiction every year. You yeah, have to pay. You the never land really land. own your home. That's right. You never own your Even home. if you pay it off, you're still in debt to the local government. I think my mom and dad uh, bought their house in the one that we just sold after my mom died last year. Um, but they, I think they bought it in 63 or something for like $16,000. And I think they paid it off in 1978 or 79 or 80, somewhere in there. But she had to pay thousands a year Every single year mm-hmm. because of property taxes. So it was like she's renting the house from the government yeah. the yeah, rest I mean, of her life. You will eventually pay off the bank, yeah. but you will never, never pay, off the pay off the government. Nope. Sucks. Well, what a happy way yeah. to wrap up a Tuesday program. Isn't that fun? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> And a little something here for it. I'm making it better. Nice little treat. Yeah, we're really going to run out of show here, for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Unpack Graham Leash. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.